0: take it there.
1: It's a throwback That's what we said in the 90s
0: You positive? HIV? Back when you could <laughs> say things and they weren't going to be taken out of context and too seriously, right?
1: Whatever you want to say, you can say it.
0: You know, as I sit here pondering my alcoholic Existence. B- beverage, uh, there's something I got to get off my chest right away. Is it a dick? <laughs> well, I mean, the camera's right here. Unless there's something down my down my shirt.
1: Well, that's where it would be. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Those are some good hot dogs that we had, by the way. Some really Speaking good hot dogs.
1: Of dick on chest.
0: Yeah, if you guys if you guys <laughs> haven't had a a, a hot flaming hot dog over a fire.
1: <laughs> it's got be flaming.
0: Well, you know, over a over a flaming fire. If you yeah, yeah, had a yeah. hot dog on a stick, uh I recommend it especially during summertime. So, Retro World Expo got canceled. I know that. So
1: are we? Are we not doing the intro?
0: This is my intro.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I've given up. This is my
0: intro. <laughs> number one, number two. Can we be done with that? Because I, I just want to breeze by that one right now. Done with what? Talking about rush World Expo being canceled right now.
1: What? What? What is there to talk about?
0: Well, how are you going to get classic games right now? Because th- games are ridiculous right now. Hell yeah! Prices are through the roof.
1: The profits is up so it's like arrests
0: are down well that's the thing about classic gaming that you know you, you want it to be accessible for people you want to be able to have people buy into it and with prices going where they've gone how do you expect for people to to start collecting if they want to if you got a, if you got a 14 year old kid that says I, I'm you know I want to get into the super Nintendo I want to start collecting you know I mean I I guess you can get some of the lower value games, but those are harder and fewer and farther between.
1: I mean, it's not just gaming, though. It's literally everything. Action figures, cards.
0: So what do I do? It's not just games, man. So what do I do? (laughs) It ain't a game. That's my first observation. The second observation is I was looking at the Doom poster the other day.
1: (laughs) Here we go. (laughs)
0: I never really put it together. There are two Doom guys on the front. There's only one Doom guy.
1: Oh, the one that's running in the background. There's
0: a guy running in the background.
1: It's like an Easter egg.
0: He's never mentioned.
1: He dies obviously.
0: It's he, like there's he, al- f- he fell to his there's, doom. There's always one Doom guy. So why are there two Doom guys on the on the cover?
1: Oh, that was his man's in them, and obviously he didn't make it. He only made the poster. He didn't make the movie. It's like in the preview where they show something <laughs> that's not, not that's not in the movie. Yeah. That's kind of him. Mm. The uh oh, well, the yeah. Taskmaster Kevin Sullivan got him in the Dungeon of Doom.
0: He always goes back to the Dungeon of Doom.
1: <laughs> well, I, I you can't not reference it, you know. <laughs> every podcast <laughs> is Doom talk, talk about the, dun- dun- you the bring, Dungeon <laughs> of Doom. I feel like we talk about Doom in like every episode. Lately we have been. I mean it's
0: <laughs> it's a legendary game. Yeah. You know, we've talked about We've just been reintroduced
1: to the Doom 64 version, that's why.
0: Yeah, I've gotten away from that a little bit, but it's 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 excellent. But it's always there. It's always there for me. It's still plugged in. Wanting it's, it's in, and needing. It's, it's still in, in the system. It's in the 64. Yeah. It's ready to go. I
1: super glued so. it in there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't reduce the value of the 64. <laughs> Talk about a system that is that is bringing in some money right now. What does a 64 go for?
1: Uh around 100 100 bucks yeah around 100 with With usually with with, like a controller yeah i mean it's gotta have all the 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 connections and everything yeah but if you like yeah a control usually two controllers you can get a 100 but the the wii is the one that's the one that's just i I don't know what happened but
0: oh it's exploding
1: oh oh, yeah wow the wii is just it's like sold all the game exchanges they're like sold out
0: Game Exchange is a local, they, uh, a local, oh, a, yeah. a local video game store up here in Connecticut. I think they're in Alabama as well, which is strange. Oh
1: yeah, when I was in um, when I was in Norwich, I was I was there picking up just some stuff. Some guy brought in his Wii, complete in box, in the box, com- complete in box with Wii Sports, e- everything, and then he had he had Wii Play, brand new, like the the Wii Mote was still. You know that that's the game that came with the Wii Mote. Oh, in the cardboard box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The The Mote was still wrapped in the little, like, foam, little, like, the thin foam with the, uh, the tape on it. Yep. And he had, like, five or six like other. Like, the foam paper. Yeah. And, like, five or six other games. Take a guess. <laughs> I'll give you a guess. Take a guess at what they offered him. A Wii complete in box, Wii Sports, you know, everything was in it uh that we play with the extra so he had two he had two extra Wiimotes mm-hmm. including the one in we play mm-hmm. like five you know whatever random like one was like call of duty and some other sure. thing and then some other was some like outdoor adventure game with like a dance pad kind of thing mm-hmm. so
0: 35 bucks
1: wow you're actually close 40 44 in store credit
0: 44 in store credit yeah so they would have given him like less than like 40 like
1: 38 or something though.
0: i would have taken the cash
1: Thirty-eight dollars. You can sell the. You can sell a complete Wii for like. Well, I wouldn't a, sell
0: it. Yeah, I wouldn't sell. I wouldn't sell the system. A
1: Wii in box for like a hundred dollars. So they, they only give him they because the guy the guy was like he he couldn't even believe it. He was like he was like wait what yeah he and the guy at the register was like yeah we only we gave uh eighteen dollars for the Wii. For the system with the hook, like every that you and, know, they, with, and
0: they don't care if it's in the box. No,
1: it doesn't add any value. to doesn't It doesn't add any. value well, like, I'm like
0: for for them, it doesn't. Although, <laughs> yeah. although they're probably gonna mark it up.
1: Yeah, the guy was like, "Dude, I can't. It's corporate. I can't like. Yeah, I can't no, give I you know. any more if I want." But I was like, "I was like eighteen dollars."
0: Yeah, I, I think that goes back to what we were talking. And about, they oh,
1: remember when you were asking if they were, if you brought in something, they'd probably think they'd give you half." Yeah,
0: they should what give. you What were half. you talking about? We were talking about um like a system or something that. Uh, we were talking. We were talking about some game. You had gone himself. in to get, to get a game, and and you were asking what they were. Oh, it was Sonic CD. Oh yeah, Sonic and CD. And it was a loose Sonic CD for seventy dollars. For seventy. And and I I said, well, they should give you thirty five if they're gonna if if you're gonna bring in a disc. They no, should give it's 35. literally like
1: a third because they were gonna give that guy eighteen dollars for the Wii, and they sell the Wii for seventy.
0: Oh my lord!
1: So that's literally like a quarter.
0: Almost a quarter. Yeah. i I think like i mean i
1: understand i understand this is like funko land back in the day but
0: oh my god i remember that
1: but now you know but now we now there's a there's a there's aftermarket online you can just sell stuff directly to people yeah and like a Wii is going for like a hundred dollars in box
0: yeah when i was a kid when i was a kid like video games ebbed and flowed for whatever reason and i remember when we (sighs) funko land was open and we had had the nintendo we had already had the sega Genesis, but we had that old Nintendo, and we were like, okay, well, there's this new place called Funko Land. We can bring back our Nintendo. We've got, we had like the, um, the you know, the Nintendo uh, uh, case where you put the, all the cartridges in. It was like a gray box. Oh yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, and it was just, it was just like one set of games, like you know, fifteen games. Or something yeah, just like that. a row. We, we had like two of those, um, and we had a bunch of games, and we were like, oh, we're gonna make so much money. We're gonna be able to put it towards more either Genesis games <laughs> or whatever. And they offered us for a Nintendo with. Like 15, 15 games, two controllers. They offered it us. They offered us like twenty or twenty-two dollars.
1: Yeah, that's how it was.
0: You know, it was like no. We were like, okay, we're gonna keep them. We're gonna keep them for which is I'm glad that they offered us so little because it's probably some of the games that I have now that. And that we, was like we, the
1: only place you would go. You're just like, well, what can I do with well, this? Otherwise,
0: stuff? it'd be you. You would put an ad in the newspaper. Yeah, but like, and, who was doing that really? You know, back and, then, and it would cost money. I mean, that, that that costs money to put an ad in the newspaper to try to sell something. So yeah, I remember I sold. You could a spend few. $35, 40 bucks on an ad.
1: Yeah, I remember I sold a few things later on. This was when I was like a teenager. I put it in the broadcaster, that local paper. Wow. Where it,
0: was that free to put it in there? I or? think
1: so. I think I don't even remember what I. I think you had to. You. I think you had to mail it. Like you would send them what you were selling in the mail, oh, and okay. then they'd put it in. If you got it in by like Friday, they would put it in next week's paper. I think you maybe I think I think I sent like maybe it was like a dollar. You send them like a dollar in the mail in a, with in like a donation the, with a description and then they yeah. would they would put it in.
0: Yeah, I think going back to the conversation about the Wii exploding or, or systems exploding, I think it's, it's it, it goes, I, but I think it goes back to also and maybe I mean you tell me if you because you do more of the, of the of that kind of stuff, but you know, as people mature as they get older, as they go out and they start to get jobs and start to make money, they go back to the things that you know were from their childhood you know it's kind of part of what our podcast is but you know when when somebody who you know we came out in 2006 if you were if you were 12 when you got it right now you're now you're what 26 yeah so you probably you know now maybe have a job you're out of school you are may probably making some pretty decent money maybe you're not married yet but you've got extra income what are you going to do? Well, I want to get my Wii again. I want to get the Wii that I had. I want to get the games that I had. Mario Kart, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, Mario Galaxy, those games. So these things tend to tend to increase in value. Um, you know, I think as people mature, you saw it with NES. You saw it with the 16-bit era. You saw you've seen it with the 32-bit era and the 64-bit era. And now we're seeing it with with PS2. We're seeing it with you know, GameCube has obviously exploded. You know, so you, it's, there's almost this progression in time It just means that we're getting a lot older, you know, I guess I feel great. <laughs> I feel <laughs> good. good. I look good. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> um, but anyways, well, welcome to the higher energy superpower. This is episode 17 of the Turbo Duo cast. I am your host Salvatore Mata, and to my left is the Oral Assassin, my brother from another game show lover. He puts the ass in classic gaming, everybody. Ooh. Trenton E. Wright the third. As long as it's
1: my ass, you know.
0: Well, if if um, can't be anyone else's ass. Yeah, I mean, because if you don't if you don't have the ass in classic gaming, all it is is a click.
1: Yeah, Get you it? know, it's like me and Billy Gunn. That's it. Boom boom. Cause I'm an ass man.
0: <laughs> That's a great song. Yeah, uh so uh we've got a, another uh, exciting episode be exciting because we decide what the games are and we lo- <laughs> and we love the games um <laughs> we're going to be yeah. we're going to be talking about two techni- Or you could say they choose us. That's right. That's right. We <laughs> let the games come to us. It's a very spiritual uh, type of a selection process. I mean, it's kind of random how we pick the games, but we usually want want to select games that are related if, if it is more than one game. Yeah. And and for today, we're going to be talking about two uh, Technos. I would say um, maybe a little bit of a deep-cut classic in, uh, in a way. And that's, Yeah,
1: I don't uh, think it's, yeah. When we it's think, not Doom.
0: <laughs> when, when we, th- Well, yeah, it's Technos. When we think Technos, the first game that comes to mind is Double Dragon, and uh, that's, that's that seminal title that kind of spawned... Um, you know m- more so a, uh, a whole genre and-, and Technos is responsible for that um, but the two games that we're going to talk about today and we'll talk about Double Dragon at some point in the future I'm sure why not um, uh, you know we're, we're-, we're beat-em-up fans here on this channel but the two games we're going to talk about and the games that we have history with uh, are Super Dodgeball and World Cup uh, NES World Cups uh, soccer, soccer. Uh, two important titles in terms of our history, but also uh, two games that you may not have discovered or may not have seen, and uh, could be they're they're relatively inexpensive games and games that, that uh, might be something that you you guys want to take a look at as as another game to add to your libraries and something new to experience on the platform. Take a
1: look.
0: It's kind of an important question to ask you before Uh-oh. we get too far into it. Yes. Pecorino Romano or Parmigiano Reggiano? <laughs> <laughs> this is a serious question. Uh. It's really important. Uh. We were making eggplants the other day in the oven. We're getting ready to make some, <laughs> some eggplant grinders. They were in the oven. Uh, grinders a sandwich up here in, uh, <laughs> uh, a Subway sandwich up here in Connecticut. Um, you more of a Romano fan or a Parmesan fan? have you had romano
1: if we're talking about tv ray romano for sure okay good uh
0: romano is a little got a little bit more of a bite to it than than, than parmesan I'm trying things.
1: to uh is it parmesan is that the one no uh, you know what it might be the romano i remember th- my mom would always grate it i don't know if it was the
0: from the block yeah yeah it's, pe- it's, it's pecorino mm- romano yeah yep sheep's milk the sheep's it's milk. a it's a hard cheese. It is. It's hard, but it's uh, it creates a nice bite for the uh, you know either the eggplant or the lasagna or whatever to put on top. I don't know. Yeah,
1: I think that was the one. She, yeah. I remember it was like like a half block kind of thing. Yep, you can do.
0: You can yeah. get them in half circles. You can get them in. It uh,
1: yeah. It should grate uh, cheese when we'd have uh, the spaghetti.
0: Yep, spaghetti. You put or it the ziti. Yep. Just, just curious. For some reason, I'd always, Just curious.
1: a lot of the times, I'd, 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 you know, cut like a little block off. Oh, and, those are good. It's a little, like, little salt it. bomb. For some reason, I'd eat it with orange juice. For some reason, it was oh, good. Whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's just random. I don't know why. <laughs> I had an orange, orange juice is, with it. it. That's kind of weird. Yeah,
0: kind of weird. <laughs> um, one, uh, one Kyle's killer lemonade. You- okay, that's <laughs> <laughs> kind of you know. But I'll, I'll pick it up. Uh, let's get in, into some show notes. Um, so the first thing is. Uh, uh, we didn't have a system launch special last time.
1: Oh yeah. The and frig- <laughs> so
0: just to ex- just to let you guys know, um, we actually had a little recording snafu. Uh, we we thought we had our equipment on, and it was what did we have? We had the camera on, but we didn't have the audio or vice yeah, versa. Yeah. And so we had to totally re-record. But like you half, would have never half, known half of the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, we we played it off well, but uh or somewhat decently, but uh, we're going to pick that up today so we're going to have uh you know a topic today to talk about and knock some systems out.
1: Yeah, it's going to be like a 3-year tournament. Yeah, you know what we The we world's know. longest tournament. I
0: kind of don't want it to end. <laughs> I kind of don't want <laughs> Might it.
1: as well then, right? Just do like every other.
0: There you go. There you go. It it, it kind of reminded me when we had that recording issue. It's do you remember the movie Triple X? with Which? Charlie Sheen and Emilio Estevez. Oh, I thought you were
1: talking... <laughs> Wait, wasn't Triple X that would Vin or Diesel. Du- or,
0: or Double X. It might have been Double X. There's a there's a a movie based off of the porn industry with Emilio Estevez and Charlie Sheen. <laughs> Emilio! And uh
1: Damn, well, that had to be the, the late 80s or early 90s.
0: Oh no, this is like late 90s. Double at uh, Double X? It might be Double X. It might be Double X. Anyway, this movie—it's—it's. It, I'm sure. I'm sure it bombed. But in like the last no. scene, they have—they ha- they have like this, like this, like porn company, and it was—it was based back when um, there wasn't like VCRs or like home media. Yeah. So people would go to theaters to watch porn.
1: Sick. That's what I want to do.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know. Maybe somewhere in the world they still have it. But uh, and and they, they like they had like they blew out they they paid like all this money for this this like special actor um i don't know who he was but apparently he was well he, hung. He, he was he was very well endowed and so they go to film <laughs> they go to film they get the scene they get the shot everything was like amazing they go back to play it back the cap was on the camera
1: ooh uh, 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 oh. that's
0: yeah. too bad yeah so that was <laughs> So, so then of,
1: they had to bang again. They had to do
0: it over again. <laughs> I
1: think I was all right. Well, <laughs> as long as I'm getting paid, um, might as well
0: fuck. Uh, okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so in our last podcast, we talked about Smash TV, and I wanted to just go over, because we didn't mention this on the uh, podcast, the uh, the scores that they got. The, the,
1: the, the, well, whoa, whoa, I mean, we talking talking GamePro, EGM...
0: Uh, this is EGM. All right. So EGM uh, back when these two games came out, and, and I kind of cancel out the Genesis version because I would never recommend it, but if you look at the NES version and the SNES version, which were the two that we liked the most.
1: 7.4.
0: So uh, any guesses on what the NES got? It was, uh, uh, this is September of 1991, so this is, this is literally the cusp of the Super Nintendo coming literally. out. Literally. And the SNES came, uh, version Wait. came out February of
1: 92. Oh, wow, so it came out a year later. So they weren't well five months well, later. Well, yeah. So they weren't comparing it to the Super Nintendo version. No, but so the Super it Nintendo
0: like, was was pretty much out by that
1: point. No, 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 no. I know. But Smash T V hadn't come out. They didn't come out at the same time, no, is what I'm saying. They did not. So they weren't like they didn't have the idea of the Super Nintendo version in their head and they're like, Well, this is obviously inferior. Sure, sure, sure. Oh man. I would have to th- I mean, what are they gonna say? It doesn't look like the arcade version, but no shit, it's not gonna look like the arcade version because it's the arcade and you're talking about a Nintendo. Yeah. I mean, I, I they probably I'm, for some reason I'm assuming they gave it a bad rating like a five or a six, but I don't know how you could because it's so is that it's what, a is really that, good is that, is that what you think? Yeah,
0: six six five four. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so if you if you want to win a prize, you win a prize. Yeah, so, you know, and I just imagine that it was you know I'm a f- like a four. That's basically saying well, the, Super it, the game Nintendo is version. Awful. The Super Nintendo version was already in development. They probably already knew about it.
1: Yeah, but. But yes, you're saying that it's a four is basically saying it's unplayable and there has those basically no redeeming value. And to I it.
0: and I think it's the best version. <laughs> I of, know. Of, of Smash. I League. mean, I don't think
1: it's the best version, but it's really no, good. but that's what
0: I'm saying. There are people in the world that think that yeah. version is the best playing version, but that goes to show you that in its time and place, with all the new systems coming out they looked down upon NES releases by that point
1: they're judging it on something it couldn't be right. it sounds like
0: exactly <laughs> they're judging it based off of the arcade version or the impending let's say genesis version or super nintendo version and you can't do that you know so i think well you can do that but i think the the benefit that we have looking at to it to be in, really in, real in, about in it in 2020 is it, you know the graphics don't necessarily matter it's the playability of it yeah i don't i I don't
1: know. That doesn't even seem believable.
0: Well, do you like know, a, do
1: you, a six, six, five, and a four. Six,
0: six, five, and four, which is like almost don't even try it. Like they're they're recommending you. Avoid it, entirely. man. What? They,
1: what they, like I don't, know, I don't know. Unless they were, they didn't play it with the, the two controllers or something. I don't. I don't know. I don't understand how you could just give it that bad maybe, of a rating. Maybe
0: not. See, that's the thing is, we experienced it with the twin stick. I mean, this is, a, is
1: but this is a like a huge video game magazine. Have to be reading it based off of, you, you with to, two, based off of the two, using the two, the double fisted action
0: intended intended to be used exactly to be played. Eh,
1: so, so the fuck what?
0: Yep. Yep. Well, it's it's just interesting to look back in time and see how they they viewed it back then, and kind of how we look, I mean, at, we look at it. Cause you still think it's a good version, right?
1: Yeah, I mean the game holds up. You know, twenty nine years <laughs> later, yeah, yeah. it's still it's still good.
0: Yeah, I still have dreams about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, mean, I,
1: don't, I don't. I haven't thought about it since. Then. <laughs> oh, the Cobras! You're like I still
0: dream about you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any idea what they gave the Super Nintendo version in in February of the following year?
1: Uh, somewhere between a six and a seven point five.
0: Nine nine eight eight. Whoa! They really uh, really like the Super Nintendo version. Yeah. And nine, they really and, they, and and as far as I can recall, they really like the control setup. They liked the four buttons. Yeah, I know. Up, you know the way that you said you would, so you, you like that.
1: So after that, I'm just thinking they. For some reason, I'm thinking they rated the Nintendo version based off using the just one controller because I just don't understand how you could give that a four and a five.
0: I think it's almost unplayable with a regular controller, so no, I, I would it, agree, I would agree with I would agree with that. <laughs> but but that's not how you want to play that game. Yeah. If you, if you don't have a four score and two controllers, then don't don't yeah don't play Because that that's
1: game. how that's like I said. That's how I originally played it. Because we didn't yeah. have a four score. <laughs> but you know, I yeah, I still I still side with the Super Nintendo version. Yeah. As as my favorite version.
0: Uh, the game, both games, were created by Beam Software, which I don't know much about Beam Software. I don't know if we've mentioned them Beam software. in the past. That but sounds familiar. They though. made uh, Radical Rex. Oh God! Yeah. Uh, they <laughs> ma- They made. They made. They tra- They ported Gex to uh, the PSX. Oh really? Wow. They They made uh, True Lies, which is my understanding is that that's a Pretty good that's game. Still, yeah, that's still so one I, I want to get. It's one that I want to get too. Yeah. All the all anything that's got got Arnold Schwarzenegger or Sylvester Stallone in it is <laughs> yeah a pretty decent bet that it's going to be okay. Yeah. You know, um, what's the other one? Demolition Man. Demolition Man. So there's some which actually, does
1: have some levels that play like True Lies, like the top down. Yeah. View.
0: Yeah, there's some there's some um, you know, there's some some deep cuts that are still on on the on the, on the six the sixteen bit generation just. Right now, for me, is, is like, uh, <clears throat> just so interesting. Just the the, the, the types of games that we, we don't even know were on there or, you know, there's just uh, didn't get their due in their time. Yeah. You know?
1: Still, games I see come up, I'm like, I'm looking at them like, that can't be a real game. Like, yeah. I was like, I never even heard of it. And I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah. All right.
0: Yeah. Games like, like Willow for the NES made by Capcom.
1: Yeah. There was yeah. one on, when I was looking at that one on Facebook, like, with that lot of games that I wanted to get, mm-hmm. there was a game on them, like, what? I was like, I don't even, Master of Monsters? Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, I've never even heard of that game. Yeah, that's a... Dude, a, that game that game itself was going for $100. Really? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Man.
0: Unbelievable. What a score. Um, yeah, so, I mean, they, they did Norse by Norse West on PlayStation as well. You know, I mean, they seem like a pretty solid dev, you know? Play more sevens. Yeah, you know. Um, so what's uh, what's going on with you, Trent? I see a stack of, uh, of games over there that well, looks like you're itching to. Uh, looks can be deceiving. To showcase here,
1: they're not really stacks. These were actually just some Nintendo games that I already had, but I bought the uh, the nice little little plastic protector how cases. Much are th- how much are those, dude? Two dollars. That's not bad. Two dollars at our Retro Games Plus.
0: oh they have them over there. Yeah.
1: Okay. I, I should have bought. Like, does this
0: does this fit a Genesis cartridge well, as well?
1: They have uh they have other ones too. Uh, they have the 64 Super Nintendo. I should have bought more. I don't know why I didn't. Look, they were. Well, that's um,
0: new. Super Spike V Ball.
1: Oh yeah. Well yeah. Technically it is new. Look at it, that. Look at that box though. Which might be a precursor to something we're doing. Maybe. I mean these these guys are serious about their <laughs> volleyball. Yeah. Then I I just put, I just put some of my box games in it. Like I had Mission Impossible. We got our uh, though the one we're talking about. This is a mint copy of World Cup. I bought it on eBay for 25 bucks. And yeah. and it still had the pla- it still had the shrink, it, like, obviously it was open, but it still had the shrink wrap on it. So it's literally oh, wow. a mint copy, Yeah. And <laughs> of for World as much Cup. as I've
0: talked about games exploding, you found a few games recently that were what 15, 20 bucks, 25 bucks. Yeah. That's that's more than reasonable, especially for an NES game in the box. Yeah.
1: That no, was the other one, Kings of the Kings of the Beach. Got the plastic cover for that, and I picked up Battle Toads and Double Dragon oh, salad on Genesis. Release. Salad game. Another, I think it was twenty bucks yep. total. Was that complete? No, I didn't have the manual. Nah. So, but I was like, I yeah, whatever. Yeah. I'm not gonna pay forty dollars just for for sure. a manual. Sure. Sure. <laughs> you know. Sure. And I just picked up some more stuff at Retro Games Plus. The top secret Nintendo guide. You need that. $3.
0: You need that. You need the top secrets. Yeah. Hold on to that for a week. It'll, it'll double in value. Yeah.
1: And then I had to get, oh, of course, the wrestling ones. I got Attitude Strategy Guide. Oh, terrible. <laughs> yeah, but I got the Strategy Guide. Sure, sure. It was a dollar. Mm-hmm. And then Legends of WrestleMania. That was a $2 purchase. Nice. And then to complete what we were talking about today, I found the manual for Dodgeball.
0: Ooh.
1: And it's weird. It's one of like dodgeball is one of those games where, the cart is like ten dollars. Yeah. And then you want complete. I was how much? Is it's it? like sixty dollars. Oh jeez. <laughs>
0: it's like it like doesn't yeah.
1: equate for some reason.
0: You're pay, you're just paying for the box. Yeah. The
1: but a lot of games like that, you know, they're like thirty bucks or something like that. If the cart's only like less than ten. Yeah. For some reason dodgeball is one of those games where, I, I don't know, more people threw the box out I guess than other games.
0: Yeah, I don't know how many games that sold as well. You know, it was kind of like a budget release at the time. That's yeah. why we we owned it. <laughs> you know, it was probably a twenty or twenty five dollar game yeah. that you know that we that we got because uh, games were expensive and we. It was an interesting time uh, when when we were uh, playing games in late in the late eighties. So uh, you know, for me, Corona Corona is still a thing. You know, as we talked about, R W X is canceled. And, it's over. Um, and last week, I took I took I took the week over. off from my job, so I was I was home with the family, and I was talking with my wife, and I, I said, you know, we should play a 64 game. I know you love the 64. Maybe we should take this week and and play a game. And she loves um, you know, she loves rare, so she loves all the rare games. Yeah, rare. We've played you know multiple times through Banjo Kazooie, Banjo Tooie. Um, she loves Mario 64. Conker Conquer's um, P- Bad Fur Day we've played through a few times she loves that
1: Jet Force Gemini so
0: I said well you know why don't we try Jet Force Gemini
1: oh really <laughs> yeah <laughs> I just I, threw that out there
0: and, yeah, yeah I had no idea you're and, and I and uh, I was like you know we tried to play it, you know a number of years ago and we, we we kind of you know we stopped playing we went into something else and she goes is that the one with the bears and the insects and you're just shooting stuff and I was, I was like like
1: thinking a body harvest <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it was, oh. it was Jet Force Gemini, and I, and I and I was like, I was like, yeah. And she just looks at me, and I love my wife; she's plenty sophisticated. But she just looks and says, you know, sometimes I feel like we were born in different eras. Like I like Mario sixty four and like all these like fun games on the Nintendo sixty four, and you like to play like boring shit. <laughs> just, she said it just like that. I was like. Yeah, that kinda sums it up. You
1: like to play all those shitty RPGs. Yeah, and shooters. <laughs> fucking loser. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Cause for her, like me playing uh Biohazard Battle or Steel Empire or or Lightning Force, uh, right, is, is like is like watching somebody play asteroids, you know, like that to her. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it, 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 she doesn't there's no uh, you know what i mean there's no story there would you
1: go play shining force you fucking loser
0: <laughs> <laughs> i would but the battery's dead on my on my cartridge um yeah so we we ended up not playing a game
1: <laughs> moral of the story is we didn't we, play we
0: never played um, but there were there were two observations that I made over my <laughs> vacation that I wanted to that <laughs> we, I wanted to bring up. We
1: talked about it, and she decided I wasn't going to play. Exactly. It. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: there were two games that I got over the break, or my break, I should say, that I uh, I wanted to bring up from last podcast bring, to now. Bring them up. Bring them up. And uh, so I bought I bought two games. Um, one of them was Bloody Wolf for the turbografx sixteen, and I, I got some time with Bloody Wolf. I haven't cleared it, but played some t- played s- uh, some Bloody Wolf. Um, and I started to kind of think about some games that Data East made back in the late 80s and early 90s. And the observation that I came away with was that Data East has more very good games than uh, that they were responsible for than I think most people would think or know. That they actually created. It seems like we talk about Data East more than you know. You would think we would. Everybody talks I mean, about. They were like
1: the heavy hitter though in, every, in the nineties.
0: But everybody talks about Konami and Capcom, right? Those are the two companies everybody's always talking about. Always. Well, because over. they had
1: those those like those big mainstream titles. Right. I mean, Data East. They just they had so they had a lot of good games, but they I mean,
0: talk about like Playmore sevens. Like yeah. they had they had games maybe that weren't the most spectacular games but they were very they were like you know how we say solid like solid, yeah. <laughs> like very very good games i mean you think about it i mean bloody wolf heavy barrel i mean you got to go back to burger time bad dudes uh uh bad dudes or bad dudes versus dragon ninja in the arcade yeah um joe and mac mhm
1: yeah, yeah those yeah
0: jo- joe and mac is excellent uh the robocop arcade game I do you remember, oh, I thought you- <laughs> remember that.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I, well, you know, I know that's an arcade. The game. RoboCop, not not, not the uh, not the home version.
0: No, no, um, they made Bump and Jump.
1: Oh, that was that was a, a game I played a I lot. Love
0: of. love Bump and Jump, uh, Jammers for the Neo Geo.
1: That's like a that's like a cult classic. I know game they, they right remade now. it on on the modern oh, systems. Yeah, you know?
0: uh, Captain America and the Avengers, um, the, both the arcade game and the Genesis game. Um, one of my favorites, Midnight Resistance, mm. which I don't own. But um, surprisingly, has maybe one of the best songs in video game history. Whoa, uh, the,
1: whoa, dude, that's a statement, I'm my not, friend.
0: I, I'm not here to make a list. I'm just saying, <laughs> when I think of of like the music that I like the most in video game history, that first track from Midnight Resistance is one of the ones that it just pumps. <laughs> And there's nothing wrong with it. It's just, it's a, it's a perfect song almost, you know, it just sets the stage for what you're going to do, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I just think you got to give them their due. They also, they were responsible for karate champ. If you remember, we were talking about street fighter two and how that, you know, sort of set the stage for, for fighting games. They took what started in karate champ and you know, the three round matches and one-on-one battles Right, that was in 1984. They create they created that along with another company called um, uh, Technos. Right, right. So, um, you know, I just think Data East doesn't get as much credit as I think that they should. They they kind of flamed out in the mid 90s, but for a stretch there, going from the early 80s to the to the early 90s, they were they were a heavy hitter, like you said. I think they they were hev- they were a heavier hitter than I think we remember them being. Mm. You know, they were responsible for m- more good games than we think or that we remember. Um, And then the other thing, I, I, you know, with me completing my Saturn set, it's given me more time to kind of focus on just just good games, you know, that, that, yeah. are, that are for other systems. What? None of them. And so I, I as, as, you know, I've been able to kind of explore other games, other systems. The more that I'm, I, I think, and I'm... I don't want to go out on a limb and say, say this, but the Sega Genesis, it might be the greatest system of all time.
1: The greatest system ever.
0: And, the re- and why is that? Well, the reason I say that is for, is for multiple reasons. Um, I think when you look at the, at the lineup of games from the Genesis, um, even now it's like you can find games that you didn't know existed that are really, re- just really, yeah. really good. Um, it's, you know, they're, they're, it's got its share of crappy games, but when you think about the where the genesis started with arcade games, right, and and, and some of these games like Strider and, and, and Ghouls and Ghosts and Altered Beast, right, Golden Axe, Alien Storm, and then you, you look at... Those are all, like, 9 out of 10 games, you know? Like, all, all of them. Like, all those arcade games, the way that they came over from the arcade, maybe 8 out of 10... Um, but in terms of the way that they were able to move those over that that, that technology that that um, you know Sega 16 um, or system 16 um, you know board that they used to that was the basis for the Genesis they were able to uh, evolve that you know to, to, to play other types of games the platformers you think of obviously you start with Sonic but you go to you know all the platformers that were on on the Genesis um, shoot' ups I mean you look at a system like the turbografx 16, right? And the TurboGrafx is, is you know, that, that that's the shoot 'em up console, right? Or you look at the Super Nintendo, and the Super Nintendo is like is the is the RPG console. But when you look at the Genesis, the Genesis has arcade games, platformers, shoot 'em ups, RPGs, and, and these other systems have them too. But I think that the Genesis has them in spades. It has has the most diverse lineup, the most well-rounded lineup of all of these. Don't forget. Um, you know obviously action games we've talked about but sports games you look at, at at Sega sports and EA sports and what they were able to develop on the system from you know NHL hockey Madden got its its start really when you think about it you know the, the true Madden games yeah. started on the Genesis you know so the way that 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 was able to develop look at it, um, a system exclusive which we forget is an exclusive Road Rash you know Road Rash is, is a phenomenal game that we we don't you know necessarily think of as an exclusive it had a ton of exclusives you look at the the RPGs on the system i mean i could go on and on it's it's ability to handle certain graphical effects it could it, you know that 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 processor was clocked up faster than the super nintendo so it could do way more on you know on screen without slowing down
1: mhm mhm
0: mhm and let's not forget let forget that the, that the genesis before the genesis it was like fighting Mike Tyson there was no competitor to NES there was no competitor to Nintendo the Genesis is what allowed for other systems to really sort of start to other companies to get interested in jumping into the video game market you know having Sony jump into the video game market having Microsoft jump in because with NES's domination you know companies were, were you know almost throwing themselves to the to the fire to even attempt this. Sega was the only company that was going to be able to actually disrupt NES's dominance and they did that, you know. And 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 so I I look at that. I look at um I think th- I think they have the best controller of the 16-bit generation out of all of them, just ergonomically, you know. And 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 how the buttons press. That's this is this is for me, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I always say that the Super Nintendo controller tends to be a little squashy for me squashy um you don't have to agree with that and i totally get it um i think the 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 pixels are really crisp the the resolution it's got a higher resolution than the super nintendo does and it came out two years earlier you know it's got a faster processor came out two years earlier than that uh rgb out of the box you can just basically plug in a cord now we weren't utilizing that back then but we do now you know to get the best uh image so I just think that you know it was a perfect storm I think the Genesis is a perfect storm and um, I don't know if there's really anything you can say about it negative I mean it's if there's certain aspects of it that aren't great but that's you know picking a game here or picking a game there I think overall uh, you know the Genesis has everything you know
1: all right we should listen into a, a 16bit Wars episode.
0: <laughs> you know, I grew up, I grew up a Sega kid, so maybe there's a little bit of that, you know, Genesis uh, uh, maroon shine, you know,
1: maroon shine,
0: yeah, you know, just like the the, the front of the, the Genesis has got the maroon oh. little little piece coming <laughs> from the master system. Um, I don't know, maybe it's just it's just uh, you know I'm looking in Genesis colored glasses, but when I look at the systems and how they stack up, I, I love the systems. I love the Super Nintendo. I love the Turbo Graphics. Um, but when you look at all of the systems th- throughout time, um, I think the Genesis is is uh, it might it might be the greatest system of all time. I just I've been playing a lot more Genesis lately, and what I've been able to kind of go back to um, is just is phenomenal. There's so many just amazing games that are on the Genesis that uh, I'm still discovering today. So. And that's all I have to say oh, right. about mm-hmm. that. Um, I Like I said, I've been able to play a lot more, um, especially with, with coronavirus and uh, with not having to worry about which new Saturn game I need to pick up. Um, I cleared Clockwork Night recently.
1: Small golf club.
0: It makes me realize how much um, uh, Toy Story is a better game. So... Uh, I like Clockwork Knight, but what Traveler's Tales was able to do, going back to pre- a previous console and actually improve upon something that came from a way more powerful system, was amazing. That's another thing. All the Disney games on Genesis, you know.
1: Well, I mean, well, yeah, I guess some of them are probably better on the like. Well, Toy Story is obviously they're better all on better. The Genesis. They're all better on the Genesis. <laughs> they're all and better. Some, maybe and and,
0: and and some of them aren't even available. Castle of Illusion. World of Illusion, Quackshot, those games aren't on Super Nintendo.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. Oh wait, we're no. They, they Mickey, put Mania them on was, both.
0: Mickey Mania was. Mickey Mania was. Is it on Super Nintendo? It's on both. Oh yeah. It's on both, but then again, the resolution is they crop it and then they stretch it. Yeah. So it's, it's it's a better game on Genesis. Um. Uh, what else? I could be here forever talking about this stuff. Um, so let's not.
1: No, I'm not going to. <laughs> uh,
0: the only other game I'm going to mention is is uh, Ease Books 1, 2 and 3. Uh, recently all I've, three separate games. Well, wh- Ease Books 1 and 2 are are together on one disc for the Turbo CD. And then Ease Books But they're two
1: separate games, right? They're two, yeah, they're two separate oh, games
0: man. on the same but they play almost like you know, they yeah, should have the sh- been together. Um, it's got phenomenal music. Yeah, just just go on YouTube and listen to uh, Ease books one and two music from the Turbo Graphics uh, sixteen Yuzo Koshiro did the music for it, uh, and who's the, who who created the uh, Streets of Rage soundtrack? Oh, Revenge of Shinobi. Um, so he, you know, he's obviously the god of of video game music when it comes to that era, and um, you know, so he the music's phenomenal. The music's also phenomenal in in Ease three. Um, I just recently played through that. I actually cleared it last night, and um.
1: Aren't those, like, fairly long games? No? No. Ease, Ease, oh, really?
0: Ease three actually is only supposed to be, like, a four-hour game. I, I play it, like, 45 minutes at, at, at a time, so I'm not playing it crazy you know, yeah. a lot. But um, within about four or five days, I was able to, to clear that. Forward-looking game, you can save anywhere, pretty much, unless you're in a boss battle. Um, and it's almost like the opposite of... of uh, it's like the other side of Zelda, in a way. You know, um, Ease was was a lesser known game that followed a lot of this of similar um sort of um, uh what do you call it uh, settings and uh, setting tropes and just you know the whole fantasy setting and that and you, you got to get your armor and you got to get your your sword and you can get a stronger sword and you get a stronger set of armor and all that stuff um it does it a little bit differently um but very well constructed game I, I again i i think ease three is Best on the Genesis from what I've seen, comparing the, the TurboGrafx Turbo. version and the Super Nintendo version. There's one on all three. Oh, um,
1: there's really? On, yeah. On the Super Nintendo?
0: Yep. Wanderers huh. from Ease, Eves, Eves, yeah. Um,
1: in the U.S. it came out? Yep. Oh.
0: Yeah. It's actually the most common version is the uh, Super Nintendo version. But the difficulty tends to be really, really hard in the Super Nintendo version. And I like the, I like the Genesis sound a little bit more. Of course. Um, that's
1: where it's at, my friend.
0: Yeah, if you guys get a chance, listen to uh, the song "Heated Battle" from Ease 3 and uh, you'll know you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, so I mean that's about it. Why don't we get into uh, a little modern retro uh, moment, also known as our "It's Still Real to Me, Damn It" moment?
2: It's still real to me, damn it!
0: <laughs> so, Trenton. Mm. We actually got in a set of the uh, Pound brand Genesis two
1: Pound Town
0: HDMI cables.
1: That indeed we did.
0: Which you can find videos on YouTube talking about the Pound cables and the Hyperkin cables, and you know what? What do people recommend? I think we're just going to give you our our take on the cables as we saw them. Uh, comparing them to a FrameMeister, which I think is
1: not side by side, but just we plugged one in, played yeah. it for a little bit, and then just tried to see if we just by eye if there's any like real huge difference in like clarity or picture quality.
0: Yeah, I mean, if if our if our opinion is valuable to you guys, um, <laughs> you know, I mean, because you're hearing it from we're not, you know, we're not commercialized. We're just trying to give you guys our our honest thought here. Um, the Frameister is considered like the top of the line. With that, with an OSSC, are usually you got
1: cords on cords on cords.
0: Yeah, those are <laughs> those are considered the ones you, you know you you know you're gonna spend two three hundred sometimes four hundred dollars on. So there's you really want to compare the quality versus the cost with with any of these sort of upscaling devices. Yeah, and I mean
1: they're mainly. They're mainly made just so someone also com- that-
0: complexity too. Like how complex is it going to be to put an OSSC together? Yeah,
1: I mean they're mainly made for people to pick up. Like they have a, they just they have their old Genesis or Super Nintendo laying around. And they have a TV and it only has but, HDMI in it. But, 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 but
0: you don't want to use composite.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Or some. I mean, I don't know. Maybe some new TVs don't have component inputs on them. Do they? Or most they... don't have component. Yeah. So you. It's like you only have HDMI. So you literally or, or
0: composite. Some of most of them have composite still, which doesn't make any sense. Why would you wait? Know?
1: They'll have the red, white, and yellow. Yeah. But not component.
0: They don't even have the red, white, and yellow. What they have is a little like three and a half millimeter jack, and you plug in. a oh, cord really? I've never that, seen that. Has the yellow, white, and no, red yeah. on it. Oh, I've like, never even l- seen that. Yeah, like the the L G that I have. Oh, yours does? Has that in the back. I'm never gonna oh. use it. But it has that where you can Well yeah. Where you can put that in. Like I'm saying, yeah. So most people have the the yellow and the white. And so if you, you what I can say off, off the bat is at least from my perspective, is the pound cable blows that out of the water.
1: Well, I mean you would hope so, right? If you're well, ver- taken though.
0: Versus an internal scaling solution. So basically if you don't use uh, something that's got HDMI. What's happening is is that your TV is processing that composite image and then scaling it up, and there can be a lot of inefficiencies with that. There can be a lot of uh, uh, visual issues, sound issues, um, mostly visual issues that you're going to run into. Um, but I mean, do you want to give your perspective on the pound cable and then that versus like like a frame Uh, so
1: I, I mean, I mainly got it because I have my uh my the. The most precious. Absolutely. The Sega CDX. I love that thing. So, I mean, I just, I wanted something where I could play my. There's a
0: lot of things you have that I'm going to steal someday. <laughs> Midnight Resistance. Uh,
1: uh, the, uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So the, the I mainly got it so I could play Sega CD games and not have them look like trash on my, on my TV. Right. So I had just put it on my TV and I was like, wow, this looks, uh, this looks really crisp for just like uh, basically like a plug and play HDMI kind we had of thing. To, we had to fix the settings a little no, bit. Well, I'm saying when I had just had it on my, I didn't have anything to compare it to. I oh, just put oh, it on my yeah, TV. Oh, my, your house. Yeah. So yeah, and yeah. I, and then I put in uh, I put in Pitfall, and then I played um, not bad. You, battle, you not, have Pitfall on so, Sega CD. Yeah.
0: Oh, such a good game. It,
1: it is. It's it's it. pretty good. I was I love, I, I texted you that pitfall. night. I was like. Dude, Pitfall's pretty solid, no, man. It's, it's
0: awesome. <laughs> I was like, Pitfall is an awesome. I was
1: man. like, yeah, it's it's pretty good actually. I was surprised, you know. I love. Pitfall. Uh, and it's then I, yeah, so then I tried Soul Star because it has a that has like Talk Pitfall's now, yeah. like a lot of like the colors in Pitfall. It's like a brown, blue, and black. Very so dark. there's not a lot of colors in it. But yeah. like then you take Soul Star, which is all 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 the colors. Yeah. And I put that in. I was like, wow, man, this looks like this looks pretty crisp. And then so we brought it over here. I don't remember exactly what it, but it was either one of them. Like I think the pound, the colors weren't as bright. Was that what it was? No, or... no,
0: that was because it was on a different oh, setting, and that, that we had right, to fix. It's... It was that the the image. So, uh, for what did you pay for it?
1: It's yes, it's a thirty dollar cable. Okay,
0: you know? so it's a thirty dollar cable versus a about a four hundred dollar now um, upscaler, right? The frame to masters. get the box and yeah. So and then you're gonna need you're gonna need uh, scart cables and you're gonna need all this you're talking call it 450 500 bucks all, all in on a framemeisterr
1: so which I mean is is worth it if you have like 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 you do you have like 12 different systems and all that it I works, guess, right
0: it, it works for my game setup yeah for you know the way the way my game setup is if I didn't have a framemeister I would have to figure something else out but I I'll tell you right now um, thirty dollars for the pound cables is is a way better value for just trying to make your games look good yeah, on, on an HD as to, on yeah. an HDTV. The I would say the colors were were fine. I thought that there was no input lag. Um, the only difference between that and the meister was that the image was the image was just a little bit f- softer, f- softer. Like like they th- there was a a bit of. Uh, processing that they did inside of the box to mm. kind of soften the edges a little bit, yeah. but but the color depth was pretty good. I thought that everything, you know, for the most part looked good. If you're sitting on a couch you know, 8, eight or 10 feet away, it's... Once you start... See, the thing is, we're comparing them side by side. If you just plug this in and you're playing uh, yeah, I you, mean... you, you got to be ecstatic uh, about the... Yeah, image. the
1: average person is just like, I just want to be able to play it and... Right, and not have not, it look completely... Like, like terrible, you know? Like I mean, some people don't even... They'll just plug in the, their, whatever, the composite cables or whatever, yeah. and they'll be fine. Yeah. But yeah, it's, I don't know what the other... I don't know how the other ones... Because I know they, they have one for the Dreamcast, the Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how those ones compare, but the Genesis one's really solid. But I think the Genesis one, You know, just, just that system itself can create a better picture i, I system, think than like the super RGB, nintendo when you try to upscale yeah. it and everything
0: rgb through the through any genesis is going to look pretty darn crisp
1: well i would assume the other ones are, are probably fairly good they're kind of like a reputable company that have put out those cables so i, I definitely recommend it. if you can get them for, for 30 bucks i know that i was trying to because i just picked up an x an old xbox and I was trying to get the Xbox what? one. Have you looked
0: at a review for those ones? The Xbox ones?
1: Yeah. Yeah, they said they're they're good. Yeah. They said the, the I don't know, I think it was like the Hyperkin ones they said weren't as good. Okay. I mean, I'm sure they're fine though. I mean, you got, these are like, you know, like the video game, like ultimate critics They where they have to nitpick like everything about mm-hmm. it. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah, definitely recommend the Pound Cable if you have a Genesis. At least I know for the Genesis for sure. If you have a Genesis, I would definitely recommend getting it.
0: Yep. All right. Um, did you have a chance, Trenton, uh, to take a look at this here? Um, there was a. It's funny that we this here, we talked we talked about funny thing. We talked about Smash TV, and um, there's. A, it's funny because there's a game that came out at the end of last year, it was just a brand new game for the Sega Genesis called Xeno Crisis.
1: Oh, that's when you were telling me. To and check I didn't it out.
0: even realize this was a thing until after the the, 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 the we had kind of closed up shop on the episode. Um, Xeno Crisis is a is pretty much a brand new Genesis game that takes the room format and the exact gameplay pretty much of Smash T V, combines it with aliens, like alien syndrome style, and you're a commando guy shooting inside of these rooms, going from room to room.
1: So it just so happens to be like a, a successor to Smash T V?
0: Yeah. Oh wow. Well. Yeah. I,
1: yeah, I didn't. I didn't even like. I know you just told me about it, but I didn't yeah. even look it up. And
0: and they made it. For, you can play it on modern consoles, so it's it's there. But there is a. You can buy the Genesis version, with you can choose your packaging. You can choose Japanese. You can choose, uh, PAL regions. Like, like it'll come in a Genesis. It'll game come case. in a case that looks more like that region. Yeah, whatever one you want. And then you can do a, an American Genesis version too. There might even be um, the red box. Like it comes with the actual
1: it, cartridge, or it's just the case with like a download Case, for,
0: case manual cart.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it comes with all three. So um, the things that they get the Genesis to do are are really, really impressive. If you guys get a chance, to check out Crisis. This game looks incredible. Um, sadly, I I didn't hear about it, and I think we, we pretty much just missed it. So to get a copy now might be difficult. I'm not sure if they have more copies available.
1: They did like a only like 500 copies or something uh, like that probably. I,
0: yeah, I have to check, but... Um, but it looks really, really cool, and I think I just think it's cool in general that they're still making games that 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 companies are going out and making games for old systems. You know, paying homage to those old systems. Yeah, just
1: like they did, like with the Jaguar. And the show comes to a screeching halt. So this is, <laughs> and this is another
0: example of it. So there's a a beer that we're gonna, I'm gonna be sipping on here from Otter Creek Brewing Company, which is in Vermont, and they made a beer called Bonus Stage IPA.
1: Galaga,
0: if you can see that. Um, and actually, on the box, it says it it has arrows and it points up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, ba. Star. Which
1: you didn't even notice. No. I was like, hey, oh, it's got the Konami code on. Yeah. Here. Like,
0: Oh, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> yeah, and and the aliens are made of hops. Um the bug the, bu- the bug the bug aliens
1: hopping across the screen.
0: Right. Uh next level New England style IPA. So, um, this is the kind of stuff that really is is really cool when you so
1: got, it's so near and dear to my heart.
0: When you've got guys that are <laughs> that are paying homage to their to the games that they love from their history and and you
1: know pay homage respect.
0: Can you can you say one better than Galaga? I mean, that's uh that's about as classic as you can get. So, um, I, I, I'm a
1: Galaga head, you know.
0: I know you are. You're you're uh, you're into that. When we used to go to the arcades, you'd seek out that cabinet. All right. Um, what do you say we do our system launch special trend, we we'll get. Oh done. God, I can't wait. Yeah, let's let's just do one. Let's just do, <laughs> let's just do one of these here. Good. Um, let's do the. Uh, let's see. Let's take a look at our bracket here.
1: It's been a while. The paper's all faded now and wrinkled. That's it. That's it. <laughs> So, um, Do you remember where we are
0: yep yeah, we got so in the in the in the final four we've got two spots that have been filled we've got the dreamcast, and then on the other side of the bracket, we have the super nintendo. <laughs> When NBA when NBA comes back to NBC, they better play that music because that's uh, that's.
1: You think they're gonna bring back inside stuff?
0: Uh, I thought they already brought it back. Oh, did they? Mod Rashad.
1: Oh, the top ten jams of the no. week. <laughs> Simpler some, times. Some shit like that.
0: That's what we're talking about, though, man. Simpler times. All right. So, so what
1: what, is, what what are we
0: fucking with? <laughs> I like how you can be so subtle. <laughs> um, so let's do the Saturn and the NES. How's that?
1: If that's where the cards lie, then we got to play them as they lie.
0: You know. I hit it off of Frankenstein's fat, fat foot. foot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's see here. What do we got?
1: You don't even know what we got, but we're gonna do it so anyway. Here we go.
0: So we've got the NES with ten yard fight, baseball. Clue Clue Land, Donkey Kong Jr. Math, the ever present mm. Donkey Kong Jr. Omnipotent, Math. Omnipotent, some would say. That's a that's a game that probably goes for hundreds of dollars. No,
1: it's actually not. But it's it's like a thirty forty dollar game right now. What?
0: Donkey Kong Jr. Math. Yeah. No, in the box.
1: Well, you didn't say in the box.
0: Oh, in the box, it's <laughs> got to be a couple hundred. All right. Bucks.
1: Well, you know, anything in the box, we got it.
0: Duck Hunt, Excite Bike. Golf, Gyromite, Hogan's Alley, Ice Climber, Kung Fu, Mock Rider, Pinball, Super Mario Brothers, Stack Up, Tennis, Wild Gunman, Wrecking Crew. That is a list of games. Mm. On the other it's, s- it's hard. It is hard. List. <laughs> On the other side, we've got Virtua Fighter, Daytona USA, Panzer Dragoon, Clockwork Knight, Worldwide Soccer, Pebble Beach Golf Links. How do you start a conversation? About the Saturn versus the the Nintendo Entertainment System, has anybody ever compared the Saturn to the, <laughs> the Nintendo Entertainment System?
1: Uh, Initial I comments. Can't, I can't friends. say that they, I. I don't think they have. Uh, I mean, when you, you, you oh, obviously the Nintendo Super Mario Brothers. Well, that's the number well, one. Yeah. yeah so I mean, that's the god, and then the number one on the Saturn. Virtua mm-hmm. Fire. Yeah.
0: Right cuz we're talking about games in their time and place, the context what they were able to bring to gaming and influence gaming's future.
1: So I, I Super Mario Brothers has to top that for sure.
0: Oh, no, definitely. Yeah. Super Mario has to top uh Virtual Fighter, but how much and and how much does the, does the other So you know, let's look at let's look at the NES games and say which ones can we just kind of like
1: i would with the ones you would use
0: no the ones that i would say are, are you know you, you have to say no to them like, Well, i mean like,
1: you're, that's like 80% of them like 10
0: yard fight you know clue cool land let's like just Donkey say the Kong ones Junior the Max. ones you
1: would keep the ones that would be in your top would be excite bike
0: definitely excite D- duck hunt yeah mario um
1: i mean that you're you're looking about like three Kung, uh, games, really.
0: Kung, I got to put... No, Kung Fu I have to put in there. Have to. Kung, aye, aye. You got to include Kung Fu. Yeah. Um, that was the first home, home... Really competent home version of that. Of that game. Uh, so, Super Mario Brothers.
1: Kung Fu, Excite Bike, Kung and Duck Fu, Hunt.
0: Excite Bike, and Duck Hunt.
1: There's nothing below may, that, may, right?
0: May, maybe Baseball.
1: I mean, yeah. I, I guess. I mean, did you ever play H-
0: Hogan's Alley or or any of those games? No, where
1: going? never did. I don't think I still have played Hogan's Alley. That's a light gun game, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, we were talking and, about marksman shooting and how it was like a cardboard cutout. That is Hogan's stack Alley. Stack
1: Up was with the rope with the robot, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, as far as I know, it's it had those
1: little like discs or whatever. I don't know much
0: about Stack Up. Like, I have to admit that I don't know yeah. much about Stack Up.
1: I mean, I I don't don't even know what the hell Wild Gunman is.
0: (laughs) Wild Gunman, it's the the cowboy goes on the screen, and then he says, it's like... Is that another light gun game? He says, draw, and you have to shoot him before there's a a, a time. Let's say it's one second or .5 seconds, and you have to shoot him before the timer goes up higher than that.
2: Hmm.
0: It's hard to say. Let that simmer. Okay, so the, the, the standout titles on the NES... Yeah, you, got, you got four games: Super Mario Brothers, Kung Fu,
1: Duck Hunt, and Excite Bike.
0: Duck Hunt, Excite Bike, right? Yep. Would you say that those are the four best games from that launch?
1: Yeah. And then Saturn only has six games.
0: Iconic games, right? Yeah. Um.
1: Which were, I mean, if you're talking about iconic games, then to who though? To I, I would if I would if you if you said what the
0: general population. I mean, If you, yeah, look, if you, if you, if you look at Duck Hunt.
1: No, I know, no, 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 no. I'm, Duck I'm talking. Wasn't the first. I'm shooting talking. Game, no, I know. But. I'm talking about the Saturn. If you gave this, if you gave this list to just someone, yeah. they would say Virtua Fighter, Daytona USA, and that would be it. Those are the two games that they would that they yeah.
0: that they would say. But when you when you look at so remember we're talking about, um, we're, we're talking about the the influence. Yeah. Right? No, I got the, you. N- number one, and then uh, the second thing is is um the basically the value of that game or how, how much that game is looked upon versus its own library. And also is it a good game? Right. Those are those are the those are the categories that we yeah, have. Yeah, yeah. So so is it is it is it a is it a great game, right? Is is kind of the, the first thing. So you know, when I look at this list here, Virtual Fighter, Daytona USA, you know, I don't care that the Daytona USA game runs at a small a lower frame rate and it's one player. We loved Daytona USA when it came out on the Saturn. You know, if you were there, you know that that version is still it. It plays like the arcade game, whereas when they tried to do the ch- Championship Circuit edition, they changed the controls and it doesn't play like Daytona anymore. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> I still think that these these two games here, um, you know, are, play play really well, and, and they're they're great they're, they're great games. And I and I think you have to put Panzer Dragoon in there as a great playing game, a game that took a genre and, and brought it into 3d. When you think about the, the space Harrier super scalar genre, it, it took that model and brought it into the, the, the third dimension.
1: Yeah. I mean, you could say it's like star Fox kind of right. Started that. I oh, no, not 3d, but I mean, you could see the comparisons from like star Fox to Panzer Dragoon. Right.
0: You know? Right, I mean they both came out around the same around the same time, right? What was Star Fox ninety three or ninety four? Ninety three. Yeah, yeah. So I mean that's right. I mean they they weren't the first. Yeah. Um, but when you saw P- Panzer Dragoon and and you know again, I have to kind of temper my <laughs> feelings for the Saturn, my Saturn succulents. <laughs> yeah, but you know you look at you look at uh, you know I remember when I just got the playable demo of 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 Panzer Dragoon, and it was like. This is this is incredible. I mean the the flat plane that went off infinitely into the into the environment. It, the world just looked so huge. It was you know, it, you had 3D in these games, but but this one made things seem way more lifelike and huge, you know. Mm-hmm. It, there was this other world that was out there that was explorable. It was just it, it made you it made you wonder what was out there. You know, it just uh, the music in that game, the orchestrated music, the first song that you hear with the booming trumpets in, in that game is just it's it's something you almost never heard before you know the the orchestrated the orchestrated music i don't know if there was much orchestrated music in a, in a console game before before panzer dragon i think that has to be noted as something that was an influence on games in the future that it brought in, it brought in orchestrated uh, soundtracks. I think Turbo Games did as well. You know, they did they did some orchestrated stuff. But um, so, if we just take a look at the at the top three games here, Virtua Fighter, Daytona USA, Panzer Dragoon. You know, I, I I love Worldwide Soccer, but I'm not going to sit here and say, you know that it revolutionized it revolutionized soccer soccer, soccer, <laughs> soccer gaming. And I don't even think it's I it, don't know if there's a it's, it's 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 probably one of the better soccer games, but you know i don't i don't know how much value that has when we're talking about system launches and and the criteria that we're putting on these games mostly it's mostly are they good games but also what you know i think when you when if if the Saturn's going to beat the NES how do you get by this juggernaut here which is which is Super Mario <laughs> brothers the juggernaut you know so super mario influenced I mean, it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't the first side-scrolling platformer, but it really defined the genre, and you can't, that can't be understated. I mean, you can't under, you can't, you can't overstate, <laughs> Yeah. you can't overstate the importance that Super Mario had on the industry. It brought back an industry that was dead in the <laughs> yeah, United yeah, States. Yeah, it brought
1: back video games.
0: <laughs> you know? And I don't, you know, I'm not saying that that carries the, the weight forever for everything, and and, not, and you can have crap games the rest of the way, but... I think that really matters. You you need a lot to beat that, you know. So, you know, d- duck duck hunt is is as an iconic game. Um. It was. It was. Would you say duck hunt is as good today as it as it was back then? I'm just curious.
1: I think so. Yeah. Yeah, it's just. It's so simple, but I don't know. Some just like the charm of the dog and
0: just the ducks. And don't forget, <laughs> don't forget the the click of the zapper. Yeah. There's, some, there's something. There's something about the click of the zapper that there's a satisfaction there, and maybe it is nostalgia.
1: But it's got that like it's like a spring, spring.
0: click. Bang. Yeah. When you when it when you when you pull it, you know. Um. You know. Was there a lot of influence here with with Duck Hunt? I don't know. Sega was Sega was doing some of their their light gun games at the time. Um, you know, it definitely po- more popularized the the light gun game. you know? Yeah. So you know, uh, Excite Bike did, did Excite Bike influence? I don't know if it really influenced much.
1: But well, I mean, it did have the you know the whole create a track thing that was kind of
0: that was revolutionary at the time. Yeah,
1: you, know, you could save them.
0: At least in Japan, you could. Yeah um you know and and kung fu the first home port of a game that started the beat em up genre i mean effectively started the beat em up genre when you think about it mm. you know an irem game that uh that was brought over to the nes in the in, in the launch so you know the more that i think about it in terms of the you know the quality of the games and the quality of the games and also the irreverence in the library when you look at du- du- Duck Hunt Duck Hunt doesn't matter where you're at in that library people want to play Duck Hunt that's why they packaged it three times
1: mm. yeah Duck Hunt Mario Duck Hunt Mario field and track or track yeah. and field or whatever
0: right so you know I, I don't know if Excite Bike is necessarily when you look at all NES games if it's in the upper echelon of games but I think Duck Hunt is and I think and I think Super Mario is
1: well I mean that's a given
0: right um, I don't think Virtua Fighter is is regarded as one of the best Saturn games because everybody points to Virtua Fighter too.
1: I guess it's more iconic than it is a good game, right? You know,
0: T- today I would say I love Virtua Fighter. Like I I, I could still play Virtua Fighter right now. Yeah, and I, but- and I and I judge those games differently. But when you look at the library as a whole, yeah, y- you're not thinking. If you ask somebody, "Hey, do you want to play Virtual Fighter?" They're going to say, "Well, I'd rather play Virtual Fighter 2.
1: I think a lot of people don't. They don't know really about Virtual really, Fighter they don't 2. Really but if, a gamer, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You know what I mean? Um, and, and I think the Saturn has a really strong library. I think this this list is actually really, really strong. I just don't know that it can beat the NES.
1: I would have to agree, my friend.
0: You know, as much as I love the Saturn, and I think these games are are amazing. It's if if Super Mario Brothers wasn't here, then I think that the Saturn wins. But if if but, Super Mario Brothers <laughs> knocks out, let's say the top two, right? It's got to knock out Virtual Fighter and Daytona USA. That leaves you with Panzer Dragoon versus you know Duck Hunt, Kung Fu, and uh, Excite Bike. And I, I don't I don't think it can it can overcome those. And that's not you to say no. all the other games that are on here. So I I think it's I think it's close. I think it's close, but I don't think I can give it to the Saturn.
1: No, definitely not. I mean, you can also... If you just talk... So, I mean, if you are just talking about launch games, obviously, I mean, you could also factor in... Like, the variety of games. And you can... I mean, I would... I don't know all these games offhand for the Nintendo, but I would probably assume most of them are like are, are, are good like baseball's probably uh, solid uh,
0: baseball to me is is like uh, that's a game that i played as a kid that the sounds of it still like bring back memories yeah
1: or like i mean you know, golf is just you know it's, it's it's a good it's a you know standard golf game for Dude, 1985
0: that was one of the games my brother and i went to funko land when we were buying nes games again that was one of the first games we jumped to remember i talked about jaws yeah. and you were like you, you bought jaws like i love jaws right it's it's not a great game, but I but I love it, right? And and I said the next game we, we, we grabbed was golf. And I know that sounds rudimentary, but it's just simple fun.
1: Yeah. So that's what I'm saying, like once you take off the heavy hitters, I mean, there's still gotta be other games right that complement those. Right. And and
0: you can and you can knock off a game on the Saturn that would, you know, kind of be complementary to that, you know? Yeah. Maybe golf knocks out worldwide soccer, you know. Or maybe baseball not, knocks out, knocks out Pebble Beach Golf. League. Yeah. So, so you have, have games you can compare number, it to, the and then you're left
1: with still a bunch of other games that are probably still good, like pinball. I love
0: pinball. Yeah. Like I'm saying, yeah. like
1: you, even if you take out, you know, the ones that are compared to Virtual Fighter, these ones. Yeah. Once you take out those big hit, like you take Mario, and not, you still have a lot of solid games in there. I agree. You know. I agree. I, so I, some, I mean, sometimes the 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 quantity over quality can help
0: i think quantity is sort of like a number four on our list in terms of like the criteria because yeah. but it, i'm just, saying just, but you have both of, here
1: is what the you have a you have more quantity and like a lot of solid games
0: there and, and quality there too yeah which you know what i think you've got a little bit more quality just in terms of the first three criteria and you know compared to saturn and then the just the plethora of games extra kind of seals the deal right you
1: know like if they would have if saturn would have had a couple more games like if they came out with virtua cop at the same time and oh yeah like a you sega know, rally championship you know just like a like three or four more games yeah we'd have a more even but yeah, yeah. we're giving the edge to if the burning the edge. rangers was at the saturn launch let <laughs> just throw out every good game you
0: know? <laughs> house of the dead yeah um yeah, so I think alright, so we're gonna we're gonna push the NES through. So um, wow, so we've got a <laughs> wow we've got a, a semi final that's that pits the SNES against the NES trend.
1: Who would have ever thought?
0: That's why you play the game, baby. <laughs> you play to win the game.
2: You play to win the game. Hello. You play to win the game.
0: You play to win the game. Uh, so next time we'll do the uh, N64 versus the Genesis. Cause, Ooh, I'm excited. Because you know that the Genesis does. <laughs> you can do that on Nintendo. Is that what he says? I thought it was uh, something about Donkey Kong and Luigi.
1: No, no, no. Oh, okay. No, not at all.
0: So let's talk about our main event, which is uh, these two, these, these two uh, like NES a, games.
1: Feels like a... It's like a boxing pay-per-view. We have to go through like 15 undercard matches. <laughs> Do you it's want to check the camera? The, the main event, it's it's now one thirty in the morning <laughs> and the main event's starting.
0: <laughs> you fell asleep, you woke up, had a couple like, more. Like, oh, God, I didn't miss it. Had a couple Oof. more chicken wings and Dude, you were ready I just
1: ready paid to go. $75 for this.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm getting a little hungry myself actually thinking about it right I now. I know, right? kind of want to like get a pizza together. Pause. <laughs> oh. You know about that too, huh? Nice. <laughs> is that code? It is. It's Apparently, my wife has been telling me about all these crazy things with Jeffrey Epstein. So, that's a whole nother, that's cool. a, that's a whole nother podcast.
1: Yeah, we don't do that here.
0: No, 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 no. Um, so, the two games we're talking about, as I mentioned, were Super Dodgeball and Nintendo World Cup Super Dodgeball in in Japan is known as Niketsu Koko Dodgeball Boo and kind of like that better Nintendo World Cup is known as Niketsu Koko Dodgeball Boo Soccer Hen
1: Uh wait say that again
0: It is uh Neketsu Koko Dodgeball Boo Soccer Hen
1: So it still says dodgeball in it It does <laughs> 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 Okay I just wanted to be sure It's 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 two words right World Cup Soccer
0: Nintendo World Cup Soccer, yeah.
1: So it's it's and they throw they just wanted to throw in the dodgeball in there too.
0: Um, yeah. Th- for some <laughs> reason, it's like it's like it's like offshoot of dodgeball. Like dodgeball was the first game, and this is the <laughs> sequel. We went from dodgeball to soccer. It's dodgeball soccer. Yeah. Um. So that's, so that's good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So let's talk about uh, a little bit about Technos. Um, not too much, but um, just to give you guys a little taste of. The start of Technos. So Technos was started by three X, Trend, Data East employees.
1: Oh, they just they just won't leave.
0: Uh, uh, developers. It was funny just as as we were developing and as I was putting the script together for this or the you know the guide marks here. Um, Going off script. Just just the fact that I wanted to talk about Data East and of course Technos comes from from Data East. So, uh, but they they started their own company in uh, 1981. I could be wrong but I think it's 81 uh, one of their early projects um, was the creation of the data East game karate champ ah oh, so they actually funny you they, just brought it up they huh? developed karate champ for data East um, and we talked about how that's you know where that that game's place is I, I you know I didn't play it as a kid but it, it sort of was the the beginnings of that one-on-one fighting genre Um. They're best known for, for Double Dragon, uh, which is a conversation for another day.
1: That's a lot of conversation.
0: Mm hmm uh, but the uh, the the original theme with both of these games is based around and at least in the in the games in Japan, is it's based around high schoolers and rival schools in a in a fictional Japanese setting.
1: You know, like River City Ransom. Mm
0: hmm. In Dodgeball, um, in, in the American version, there's two American teams that are vying to become the American team that goes against all the other countries. In the Japanese version, it's two high schools that are facing off to, to represent Japan. Um, and then in, in uh, World Cup soccer, similar thing, uh, but in Japan, this Niketsu soccer hen game, um, was just thirteen high schools in Japan that were facing off against one another. It wasn't a World Cup game. Mm-hmm. I see. Um, so it was completely, you know, lo- relocalized when it was when it was brought over here. Um, I think it was smart because America sort of prides itself on that international superiority. You know, we're we're the best at sports, that kind of thing. USA. USA. Right. A, exactly.
2: USA. It's, it's, it's USA 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 USA
0: That fever that they wanted to capitalize on. And I think that was smart because um Americans love that kind of stuff. So I think it pay, it probably paid off. Um The reason for the for the similarity with both of these games is that they're both they're both based off of the Kunio kun series of games. So uh Renegade is the, the the, is, is the first in the original is the first in the Kuniyokun saga let's just say um, and that game is called Neketsu Koha Kuniyokun which is um, wait the char-
1: the characters from Renegade they don't look the same right they're not like
0: no no so Kunio- oh, oh, so, so oh. Renegade is is the the engine for Renegade is a little bit different than yeah. than these games but in terms of the uh, the setting in terms of the theme that that flows through this it's all based off of uh, so Kunio is is based that character is his name is Kunio is based off of and it pays homage to the uh, guy who started um, uh, technos. His name is Kunio taki. And so they, oh, okay. they wanted gotcha. to, they wanted to pay homage to him and so they they created a game and they named the main character Kunio Kun. Kun is basically like boy. And so uh, this kid is a high schooler, and renegade is is we and we've played Renegade in the past yeah um, he's a high schooler who's fighting thugs. I'm sure to probably save a, a girl or something like that. Um, <clears throat> and that was sort of the you know one of the first uh, uh, beat'em up style games that we that we saw and it came out of uh, it came out of technos. They're kind of like 1950s sort of like James Dean style characters in ter- in terms of their, Oh. Their image? Yeah, yeah. You know, especially
1: the guy in the kind of not, uh, you say that, the the
0: like white t-shirt and jeans, looking looking hard, you know. I'm just saying the back kind, up against the, the guy way. on the
1: front cover of the Dodgeball kind of he's kind of got that, I mean, you know, without that messed up face, he's kind yeah. of like that James Dean kind of look. To yeah.
0: Him. That's how that's how the characters sort of were were created in that 50s uh tough guy, you know, Marlboro Red uh, Lucky Strike. Uh, He's got the, got the cigarettes cam- cam- under his t shirt sleeve. Camel wide non filters <laughs> f- rolled up under the sleeve yeah, with, a, with, gotta, a, with a black leather jacket. Gotta smack the pack. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, both games have the same composer. His name was Kazuyo or Ka- Katsuo Sawa. Um, they both share a programmer, Mitsuhiro Yoshida. And so the controls and the sounds are very, very similar in these games. And they both appear to be running off of the same exact. Um, game engine.
1: Yeah, I would think so.
0: Um, so Super Dodgeball was was created and uh, brought over to the United States in June of 1989. Um, Technos was the developer, but it was actually published by a company called CSG ImageSoft. Any idea? Is that, does that kind of stir anything for you? CSG ImageSoft? ImageSoft. CSG ImageSoft became Sony ImageSoft. Oh, oh. So they published a lot of the Super I Nintendo and, and Genesis games. Like I think uh, Lion King might have been one of them. ImageSoft, Sony ImageSoft.
1: Oh, oh, okay. With, the, yes. with with the feather.
0: Yeah. And the, re- and the red in the red background.
1: Yeah. yeah. The uh, cliffhanger.
0: Cliffhanger was, yeah. was 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 one of them. Yeah.
1: Last Action Hero. They made a lot of bad games.
0: Yeah, well, published them, but yeah. uh, but they eventually became Nine Eight Nine Studios and did work right. for Sony Computer Entertainment America when when the PlayStation was launched. Um. So how, how does dodgeball play, right? What are what are the rules? Um. It's not dodgeball. Like, it, it it's not like when we were kids, right? When you were out on the playground with that rubber ball, and if you got hit, you were just out. It's basically it's on a it's on a almost looks like a tennis court essentially, and there's three guys in the main area, um, the main square, and on each side of 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 let's say the uh, the pitch, and then you have three um uh, uh, members of your team that are on the outside of the opposite side of the field that can toss the ball back and forth to one another. And uh, the goal is to knock out the three players on the inside field um until they're running they've run out of power incapacitated. Or, or, or energy. So every every um person who's on the, the regular playing field has a life bar and the goal is to knock knock them out with multiple repeated shots of the of the dodgeball um while not getting hit yourself and basically avoiding um, getting hit with the dodgeball yourself
1: or or catching it
0: so you can you can catch it you can jump out of the way um,
1: but unlike in uh you can just, un, unlike the dodgeball movie if you catch in in oh, in, in, right. the, in the movie if you catch it the other person's, the other person's out person's out that's not how it is yeah. yeah and then actually if you catch it you can they're out, and then someone can come in. That's on the right. on the, on the sidelines.
0: That's not how this works. So Dodgeball, three guys per side, so you can catch the ball defensively, which you have to to do a lot of the times. Um, you can pass to your side players, like I mentioned. There's three players on the opposite side that are just on the on the periphery of the of the play area that you can use to to offensively affect um, the other team. You, you can you can jump and throw in this game. You can. There's a running super throw,
1: which is crucial.
0: Yep, you need to master that. And there's a running jumping super throw as well. Oh yeah, and actually, each, that's
1: that's that's like the ultimate one.
0: And each character has their own their own super throw that they can actually take advantage of. Um, the game has has sort of loose controls um, and it looks and there's a little bit of a delay in the controls. So when you want to throw a ball or you want to catch a ball, you tend to have to press the button like a third of a second before. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you could you're say you're anticipating something happening. Um violence is strongly encouraged in both games, both World Cup Soccer and and Super Dodgeball. Clearly in Super Dodgeball you need to be violent to win the game. Um in World Cup Soccer you can actually knock out characters. Which is the best? Which, which you know, makes it easier to actually run through the field and actually score. <laughs> Just bodies on the ground. Yeah. Uh, the NES version, which is the one we're talking about today, of uh, Super Dodgeball is based off of the arcade version or a very similar game called called Dodgeball. Um, it was also ported to the PC Engine, which is the Japanese uh, any um, uh, TurboGrafx 16, which is actually we we picked that up, that up recently as well. Oh, you have over, it right? over at Game Exchange. Yep.
1: Did you wait the one, the one uh, that we played recently? That was the Nintendo version. That was the Nintendo version. Yeah. So we haven't played that other version, then, mm-hmm. huh? Is it the same?
0: I have, I've played it, but you haven't played it. Uh, the only difference is the PC Engine is more faithful to the to the arcade. Right. So the captains are larger on the screen. They're they're sort of a different model character model. They're larger and they're more powerful. Um, the captains. <clears throat> Oh, okay, all right, yeah. So on on each team, in in, in those games, there's um, three characters per side or four characters per side, but uh, there's one character that is larger than the rest, and that's the captain. They've usually got more energy. Their their, their super throws uh, cause more damage. In the PC Engine port, you can actually, after you win a match, you can recruit the captains from the other teams to join your
1: team the captains from the other team. Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: So let's say you beat England. Yeah. You can recruit the England captain to take over a spot on one of your guys. You know, Why would team. you
1: want him when you just ragged on that ass?
0: Um, because you have to defeat aliens.
1: <laughs> oh, do you?
0: Yeah, because the story of the game is that there's aliens that have come to Earth that you need to defeat. And you get, have to, to solve it in a game of dodgeball. Exactly.
1: <laughs> right, right. As you should. It, it makes a
0: ton of sense for 1989. <laughs> the fuck? I didn't... Know that.
1: Man, I definitely want to try that one. Though.
0: <laughs> uh, on the downside, with the NES version, there's a ton of flicker in this game. The, the NES is really putting in work. Um, there's just not too enough. Too many characters. There's just not enough, There's too many sprites on the screen that can, can uh, be on the same scan line that causes a lot of flicker, especially with throwing super throws. Um, it, it, it's got a defined set of rules, but it doesn't take itself too seriously. I don't think either of these games take themselves too seriously um it's a a short game but it's perfect for a short play session i think and that goes for both games as well
1: yeah it's kind of it only took
0: what 45 minutes to 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 clear it
1: yeah maybe a little less than that it's kind of but it ends up kind of just being like a like a one trick game it's like you take the ball do your run and jump Mm -hmm. throw and then it's just like that like you just kind of
0: you have to. It's timing. You have to make sure you c- you can catch a ball or get out of the. Yeah, way.
1: yeah, yeah. But I'm saying in terms, there's like sh- strategy wise or gameplay wise, it's you're kind of it's like because the jump, the the running jump throw is like the ultimate kind of throw right. that will when always you, if, knock if, them if, down if you can pull it off. And then right, that's right, kind of like, like, like it's pretty much your go to move. You're just gonna do your running, either the running jump or at least the the running mm-hmm. throw, and that kind of just. Kind of ends up just being like a one or two move kind of thing, because mm-hmm. there's some you just boom, 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 and then like there's some teams where you just can take out in like five or six hits, mm-hmm. and then you're just right to the
0: next game. Yeah, I think it was, um, it Russia? was, it was it, it, Russia. It was the one after Russia, Japan, or or um, England. It was just or Iceland. They had huge health bars, but they got destroyed in like five yeah, seconds. It Whereas took, like two in, hits, India had really short, you know, power meters. It took every shot. Took off one life bar. Get that stamina. So they were, they were, uh, yeah. They had a lot of stamina to be able to last a longer time. I think the longest match is versus India, no matter who's playing. Let's talk about the sound. um You know, we were talking about Data East and and we and we mentioned Capcom and and Konami. One of the things about Capcom and Konami is when you play one of their games, you tend to know it's that developer. You know, you tend to know when you're playing a Capcom game. You tend to know when you're playing a Konami game based off of the sounds that you're hearing. Right. You know? Um, like Oh,
1: I mean for sure with Konami.
0: Yeah. And I think technos is very similar. I think you you, you tend to know when you're playing a technos game. I, I think maybe because a lot of those games were the sound was generated by by this uh Katsuo Same Sawa. Composer. So he he actually did a lot of the, the soundtracks and, and he worked with other um, Sound engineers to to create you know a lot of, and help and support on the other games that they created at, at Technos, um, but you tend you know these two games the sounds actually there's sounds that are taken that are passed on in World Cup Soccer that are originally from Dodgeball, like the super throws and the super kicks. And the super kick are identical for the most part.
1: I can't even remember, but mm-hmm. I I take your word for it.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, each stage each stage has its own music, which I think is excellent, and it really sets the mood for each country that you face. So, when you go to England or Iceland or India, every stage has its own sort of musical theme. You know, the the Japanese team when you play J- the Japanese team, it, it plays a version of uh, the, the song is I learned this is Sakura Sakura, which is um, uh, it's one of the songs that you hear it in a lot of Japanese. Uh, games or movies. Where- oh, like, like, like that, yeah. that, that, that kind of thing. Like
1: in, uh, they use that in the Mario on Game Boy.
0: Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think one of the Street Fighter characters might have it. That ain't true. That's not true. So get your facts straight. Um, and their stage music. Hmm. So it t- it's, it tends to be a song that you hear pretty regularly, but it also it puts you in that in that environment. It makes you feel like you're really playing like in the, that area.
1: The different uh, the different uh, the music in Road Rash for like each uh Oh right. each course or it's kind of fits like each different level
0: uh, not even close road rash is amazing that <laughs> music is just no. what i'm ridiculous. saying like each one yeah each i agree i know its, like, i theme. know it just makes me want to listen to road rash mm. three music now um yeah like the, the ussr is a very you know eastern european
1: sounding <mumbles> oh that's the that's the, that's, that's the england one
0: right yeah. oh that, that song's awesome <laughs> we'll listen to that after the podcast <laughs> yeah. just turn it on <laughs> and just let it play <laughs> in the background um uh, World Cup Soccer so if we if we move on to world, I am you know Dodgeball came out first um it kind of set a lot of the game engine for World Cup Soccer and and really all they had to do was kind of just put it on a larger field Oh you know what I didn't try two two player Dodgeball uh I think the, the two player is um is called uh there's a game you can play called Beanball it's actually just just one on one. It's basically just a bunch of characters in an open field and you're just throwing the balls at one another almost like a like a playground. Style. Oh really? Yeah, I think you can do one on one um you know one player per side and do like a like a v, like a 1v1. Right. You know, um I never did that as a kid just because I never had anybody else to play with.
1: Dude but. dodgeball in like middle school dude <laughs> was like the fucking ultimate game. You we didn't play, play a whole lot of that. that oh my that, god, that, dude! That, that Porter. Like I don't even, I don't even know how to describe it. We were like fucking bloodthirsty for fucking dodgeball. Really? <laughs> dodgeball! And
2: let the dodgeball slaughter begin. With deflection there. Hang on, and another one. Three balls at once. Who knew?
1: We did not fuck around in dodgeball. It was fucking that red, ser- that red rubber. It ball. was serious, and because at the middle school we had, we had our the main gym. Mm-hmm. Then we had like a side gym, which was like it was weird. It had like a. It wasn't a hardwood floor. It kind of had like a, it was almost like a rubber floor. Okay. And it was, it, it was probably like half the size, maybe. It was like a, like was like a mini basketball court mm-hmm. set up. Like, so a, half it was like, a, like so a half of a court. So it was like perfect for dodgeball. Cause it, so I, we would just have, I don't know, like 10 people on one side, 10 people on the other. There'd be like six balls in the center. And then we didn't would,
0: play enough of that.
1: And then, we, it, and then it would be, you know, and then they go go, and then it's just a fuck. Everyone just were fucking there five run. balls or what? whatever. We five, six or whatever, and then just <laughs> just fucking run right to the front, like dive, like just like just like the movie where yeah. you gotta run, run to the center, and then run back. Yeah, it was like people. <laughs> you gotta we, get mad. We it was just throw, literally throw it as hard as you can at someone's head, you know. And nobody cared. Just, just knock them out. Nobody cared. It and was it was fun. the same kind of thing, like when you got knocked, when you got when you got hit, you you kind of went into this like little corner. You went into like the corner, mm-hmm. but if someone caught the ball, you could come back in. You could like you know take the ball and like like. Someone, you, you basically use it as like a shield, hit yep. it, and then the other hit, person hit, could hit, catch it, yeah. and then the next person would come back in. It was fucking nuts, because we used to have activity nights on, fri- on, like, I don't know, maybe it was every month or every other month. This sounds awesome. <laughs> we had- This act- sounds great. We had activity nights. It was like from seven to, I don't know, nine or something like that. Hmm. So you had to like, I think you had to bring like a couple dollars or like a canned food thing, and then it was just, you could either play basketball- Dodgeball, or just kind of hang out. You know, it was just so kids wouldn't sure. like just terrorize the, drugs, yeah, the ta- the town or whatever. This was this was like seventh and eighth grade, and we would literally just play dodgeball for two hours straight. It, <laughs> I'm telling you, bunch it of was, sweaty kids. It was like it was serious. It was probably the most fun you could play, like a, a game. Yeah, you know. Well, there was it's like there's ki- basketball, ki- ki- but it's like
0: kickball. Yeah, but that, I mean, very but, singular. It's like one person. Yeah, because dodgeball
1: it. is literally just a free for all. You're almost. just like on edge the whole time, and it's like everyone. Yeah. There's, you know. a,
0: there's a controlled chaos there. Yeah,
1: man, I don't even know if you're probably not even allowed to play dodgeball anymore. No, I don't know if no. you. I don't know if you can. it's like enough are, you, kids you, got you, hit you,
0: in the face, and the parents complained.
1: Yeah, you can only get hit on the like on, on your knee, like <laughs> like you. <can't. laughs> they just, they just use like balls filled with feathers. Or something like I mean, that. if there's a
0: kid that's literally aiming for people's heads regularly, all right. Well, let's kick that kid out. But like, don't limit the ability to yeah. play an amazing. No, I mean game.
1: we did, but no one ever got hurt. no one ever got hurt. It's a rubber or, like, ball. Yeah, I know. You just you just got hit, and then you're like, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> and then you would give up. Then we ended up playing. I
0: ended up It'd be playing. devastating when you get hit. And you're like, damn it, I gotta go off.
1: Oh, uh, dude, it was. You know what's funny? I think we actually played when. Uh, when me, oh, I think it was it was me, uh, Justin, Jim Lester, and uh, a friend Joel. This
0: must have been high school then.
1: You know, no, this was right after we graduated. We went to the gathering of the Juggalos, and they had dodgeball you could play. And if your team won, you won some like insane clown posse or like psychopathic records, like little memorabilia thing or something like that. Ephemera. Bless you. Mm. What was that word?
0: <laughs> something something that you got at like a show that <laughs> j- has no value, but
1: would you say ephemera?
0: Ephemera, ephemera. Just something you know, something that you got that wasn't really like.
1: I'm pretty f- sure I'm almost I'm like hundred. It was it was the MacGuffin. It was I'm like hundred like percent. You sure. wanted to
0: get it, but in the end, it's really not worth anything. But it's they just, had like a. It was like it was like the you it was like bragging rights. I'm almost positive. To get this thing. They
1: had like a dodgeball game set up there, and yeah, if your team won, you got some you know just some little trinket yeah stickers like a hatchetman sticker or something it, like yeah, that yeah yeah and then we ended up playing played dodgeball a little later on when we used to do like the boot camp workouts and we played we played dodgeball like every i don't know every couple weeks or so it's still fun
0: i mean it, i i think it brings out the kid in you every time you play a game like that so good yeah all right well we'll go we'll find a ball in the garage and we'll, <laughs> we'll go just at, throw at each we'll, other we'll just throw it at each other <laughs> One ball. Yeah. The game ends when we break a light.
1: Oh man. I mean it was it was like when you got down when you're like the only person left on your team and they got like four other people like Yeah, it's heated fuck me, fuck me, fuck me, I gotta catch this ball, I gotta catch this ball. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's like I just I don't wanna be the person that loses this game, you know.
0: <laughs> I mean if if you came back from that and won the game, that'd yeah. be pretty legendary. Man. Yeah. Dodgeball. Dodgeball. Yeah. So uh, let's get through World Cup and then we'll start talking about the. Uh, we'll sum. It, we'll sum all this stuff up. But um, you know, World Cup soccer. So it came out in 1990. I think the the most important aspect of this, in terms of the historical perspective, is that World Cup soccer kind of launched the four player adapter in in a, in, a, in what's called the sports set for the Nintendo. So was in, in 1990, uh, there there started to be NES box sets. That came, it was called a sports set. And basically, it came with, um, I think it came with a four player adapter. I could be wrong about that. But it came with a combination cart, World Cup soccer, and Super Spike V Ball.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep.
0: And so basically, you were able to play four players, you know, two on two on each side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So two players on one team, two players on another. And it kind of launched the the you know so the the four players yeah, NES I don't know. satellite because I was the
1: yeah when I was looking for uh, World Cup soccer obviously there was a ton of copies of just the World Cup soccer and then World the World Cup uh, Super Spike V balls. yeah I don't remember seeing uh like the boxes for the it's called the NES the, Sports the dual sports set huh
0: and it comes with the, with the with a combo cart
1: that'd be that'd, that would have been a solid pickup back then huh get the get the multitap with it. Yep. I mean it's no white man can't jump with the multitap. No, you know?
0: definitely not with the Jaglink. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a that's a priceless uh it's a it's a priceless object because it has no price. <laughs> yeah. Cuz it has no value.
1: <laughs> like if you brought it into if you brought it onto like the Pawn Stars show and they, they had like, "Well, I got a I got a video game expert. He's going to come in and he's he's going to tell me what this is worth." And then he, you know, he's he's looking at and he's like you know what? You know this thing has no value, so I can't give it a value. And he was like, "Oh, I mean, I can't offer you anything. It's yeah. clearly worthless. Do you want to sell it or do you want to pawn it?" <laughs> do you have a You know what? I'll just throw it. I'll just throw in the garbage on my way out. Yeah, yeah.
0: We're, we're just we'll just take care of that for you so you don't have to burden yourself. Anyways, can we get back to World Cup soccer? If we must. All right. <laughs> So essentially, if I can distill this down, it's it's you take the dodgeball characters and you put them on a soccer field. Correct. Um, six guys per side. You know, a goalie and five uh, uh, five field players. Uh, there's no consequences to knocking down an opponent or tackling them. You, you actually want to. You can actually knock them out. It's about as arcadey style action as you could get. Um, there is a World Cup tournament where you go through and, and have to win the World Cup. Uh, there's also a versus mode which you can do up to four players and do two on two. Um, you can play on in that in that mode you can play on sand, ice, dirt, concrete.
1: Yeah, I do I do remember that
0: which is from, crazy. From originally playing. Um it. you can do super shots, bicycle kicks, and they actually the the ball actually it's scre- like, screams across the screen. Yeah, it's like, yep. it's, just, like ju- it's like just pulsates. Just like, just like dodgeball. <laughs> it lights up and, and uh turns <laughs> different colors. It was actually really good timing when you think about this, too. Not only for the four-score, but it was really great timing because the World Cup was going to be happening that June in... Um, in ninety. In 1990, and the only reason I know that is because it was in Italy. So uh. my family was, was, you know, hot and heavy with that and excited about it. The Italian team was very good. There were, there were World Cup championship aspirations with it being in Italy as well. Um, they ended up winning third place, but... Um, but it was good timing for for this game to come out. At least I think internationally as well. Um, but with the World Cup happening that year, I think the timing was just perfect. You know, for them for them to do this with Nintendo Fever, pretty much at its height, with Super Mario Three coming out that year. We got Nintendo Fever. So you know, I I think it was a home run. This this game the 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 way they couldn't have designed it better to, for the game to come out when it did. Um, you know, I ha- I haven't played World Cup soccer. I don't have history with that game. Uh, I've I, My history is with Super Dodgeball, so um, my, I can only imagine that it plays as good as any other Kunio-Kun game, whether it's River City Ransom or or Super Dodgeball or, or World Cup. Um, was this the set that you got as a kid, or what, what is your...
1: This was the, ex- you didn't, you the don't... exact one.
0: You don't you don't have any history with Super Dodgeball, do you?
1: Mm, no, I I don't. No one, no one I knew had that game. I have not played it until okay. I got it. Whenever I got it, years ago.
0: You have Super Dodgeball now,
1: for Nintendo? Yeah, yeah. I've always had it. Well, oh, okay. I mean not always, but I mean. I know what you mean. For a while. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, this one I got. That's your exact copy? No, 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 no. no. I'm just. I mean, this was the one I had though. Like you're, you're Oh, I thought you were just meant like this version. As opposed to you the had other the, one. You
0: had the full box version, the one that yeah, yeah. wasn't the one that was the combo cart. Yeah, yeah, I had this one. Okay. I
1: must have got it. It came out in ninety. I don't think I I must have got it in ninety one or ninety two, maybe. Birthday. I think it was birthday. My aunt got it for me. And it was, you know, it's just one of those games. She probably got. Oh, it's a Nintendo game. It's sports. I was playing soccer at the time. As pretty much like any kid was with playing your, soccer. with your Franklin. Uh, <laughs> yeah, in the miter.
0: Your Franklins and your miters. Yeah, exactly. The shin guards.
1: The Franklin,
0: <laughs> the Franklin gummy shin guards. And did you have?
1: Mi- did the the you have mur- the gummies or the plastics?
0: No, you, I come from a soccer family. We, gummies were there. There was. As you would say, that's pussy shit. Oh, that's what I had. Yeah, we we we, we had we had um, either Umbros or we had the ones that had the plastic sticks that would go through. Yeah, no, I remember those ones.
1: Um, the so little, 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 little like plastic tongue depressors you could take out. There was like three of them, three and, of like, them. in each one. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, I mean, I, I think I when, had. When
0: mom would wash them, you would take out the plastics yeah, and then you put. The I had
1: a set of those there. eventually, but I think I remember. Yeah. I think I would those like, were,
0: those were the what we call the trill ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you I know, got you. You were you were you were you were pretty hard. If you, had... <laughs> I just remember fingers. I
1: had the I had the Franklin shin guards, like the the foam ones or whatever. You got to go from they B, were just more B, B class. I, to I e mean, class. yeah, they were more comfortable for sure. No, you know of course cause they had they they had a not more flex- comfortable if you get kicked in them though. Flexibility, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I got this one for probably my birthday or something in ninety one, ninety two. That's pretty solid. And then though. that's pretty solid. Yeah, like I, you know. It's a game I had no idea about at the time. You're just like, "Oh, new soccer." I was like, "Well, you know, all right." I, it's not like, but you, it's not the, like Ninja the, Turtles or Mario. That's or, the thing is,
0: you, I know that you you were reading magazines earlier than me, but I don't think you were reading them that early. No, no, and, no. I was and, like six or seven. And it's it's you know when you got a game back then for NES, the sh- you just never knew. You never knew. You never knew what it was going to be. You know. You were just like, "Oh it, shit!" It was I have a, a crapshoot. New,
1: you're like I have a new game. <laughs>
0: I would say, that, you know, the the box art's just... So that's what so I was going to say. They're, they're, the more, boc- they're just as exciting today as they probably were but back the, then. The,
1: but the box art is deceiving. You're just like, oh, it's just a regular soccer game. You know, it's just...
0: You don't think it's going to be like this, like, <laughs> arcade Because not even on the
1: back. that Like, the back of it just says use... Because they,
0: they didn't want it to... Yeah. They, didn't, they wanted to... It okay. just says
1: use super advanced... Use advanced super moves, like the bicycle kick or the super header, which you're like you know, a bicycle, everyone does a bicycle. I mean, not everyone, but bicycle kicks. It's and an iconic you saw in soccer, soccer move. you know, yeah. and you're thinking just a super header. It's like, oh yeah, it just hit, hit, hit the ball with your head and you know, whatever. And right. then like, I just remember it was like when you start playing and they're moving around, it's like, mm-hmm. and then the first time he knocks, <laughs> the, really the first time you knocks, it's really satisfying.
0: You just like, like, it's like a beat them up in a soccer game. the
1: first time you like just knock someone on their ass. I was just like, what <laughs> and then,
0: you weren't expecting that yeah you were expecting like a, a yellow card to come out
1: and then but you know then you'd score a goal and they'd be back and then like after like the second or third hit they just stay down on the ground
0: until <laughs> until a goal was, was scored yeah, and, or was the half just, ended
1: it's like you just like then it just turns into like i'm just gonna knock everybody out obviously because that's what i was that's the game now knock everybody out and so then it becomes on like the ground. more than arcade yeah. and it's, it's hilarious yeah. <laughs> if you had no idea that that's what the game was you thought it was just a regular soccer game oh man it's great yeah and then when you when you figure out because i don't even remember looking at the booklet back then but when you just like randomly hit like that super like mm. the super shot And then when, dude, when <laughs> the first time you hit that, that super shot and the ball hits the goalie and they just fucking rocket out of the screen. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? You hit them. It's like yeah. the ball pulsates and then it, it, it hits the guy that goes, boom. they just literally fucking shoot up like a rocket off the screen. Like that's, that's really satisfying. <laughs> it's fucking tremendous. It's so good. Oh man. So how old were you? Uh, I've, I mean, this was right before... I mean, it was before I got my Super Nintendo, obviously. And I got my Nintendo when I was 5, so in 90. So, it had to be, like, 91 or 92, probably.
0: Oh, right before you got your Super Nintendo. Yeah.
1: Because I don't think I, I got my Super Nintendo... I think I got my 90- Super Nintendo in 93. Okay. So, it was probably when I was 6 or 7. If I had to guess, it would probably be when I was 7, honestly. Because hmm. I, I don't think I was playing soccer that early. Probably Second weren't. grade yeah, was probably, probably, probably when play playing soccer. Yeah.
0: It's funny how we identify like when we were playing these games because you clearly remember playing soccer in real life. Because that's you, that when would you, be why she when, got it when you got the game.
1: Yeah, that's be that would be why she got it. Right. You know, because it was a soccer game. I was playing soccer.
0: Oh, you're just deducing that you you probably got it because she she knew we yeah. were playing soccer. Yeah, gotcha. So, she she brought it over for your birthday or for Christmas or what?
1: I think I a birthday, if I had to guess. Because she, I don't think my, they would usually come for birthdays and not Christmas. Mm-hmm. Like the holidays would you, back would, then.
0: Do you remember playing with anybody?
1: No. I just remember playing. I don't think I ever played a two-player yeah. with anyone. No. You I mean, maybe you played it with Justin Donato a
0: couple times. Enough with the Justin Denier. <laughs> so have have you played it recently?
1: No, I haven't. Honestly,
0: should do that. What, what was your what was your perception? She brought it to you. You played it. What were your thoughts? Like after you had played it for a little bit, like what? How did you feel about the game after you had played it a few times? Like what was your what was your thought about the game? Because it looks so rudimentary. You, I know, that's it look, what I'm saying. It, it just looks like, like something so generic.
1: It just looks like a standard it soccer looks like, game.
0: It, it looks like almost like, um, you know, in, in the PlayStation 1 era where, it, like, towards the end of the life, they just came out with generic games that were, like, the budget line. Yeah. Like, shooter game for $10 or or strategy RPG battle, and it was, like, the most generic thing you could imagine, but they, they put them out for some reason. It looks like that.
1: Yeah, I think this was also kind of, like, the first... In a way. I'd, I think this is probably the first like sports game I played,
2: hmm.
1: you know, like Nintendo wasn't really, not really know you. I mean, if you were older, I mean, you were probably playing Tecmo Bowl, but like I wasn't into football then. Yeah. That was probably too advanced for me to figure out how to play Tecmo Bowl. I think this might have been the first like sports game I ever played. Did you own Tecmo Bowl? No. And I don't remember playing like Double Dribble or or, or anything like that back then. Normal, normal. So. Yeah, I think this was probably the first sports game I had. And I just I I remember like going like it's to, great like that
0: you got actually like a really good game through
1: like the tournament mode and everything. You went through it, yeah. Nice. Yeah, man. I mean, that's that's good that, is... you,
0: that your first experience with a sports game was actually one that was as good as this game. And it's you know this is a game that no nobody talks about this game. You know where do you where do you hear people talking about Nintendo World Cup? It's it, sports games are the kind of games that people just don't talk about because those games only get more advanced. And, yeah, it gets
1: lumped into the, yeah, yeah, it's just, yeah, there's more, there's so many, you know, like Madden and stuff like that. It's like, yeah. But we, I would, like, we I know would, what I would
0: way and, rather, rather play a Madden game from 93 than play a Madden game from 2013. Oh, I mean,
1: I mean, that's, I mean, we, if you grew up in that era, you would, you can say that, but, you know, I guess it'd be flipped if it's, because someone who grew up now, but and, they've
0: aired too much on the side of simulation and not on the arcadey side. That is just, the, just well. The that's more why. That's why pick we up like, and play fun.
1: That's why we like Blitz right. better than, right. or at least I do, than like Madden. You know,
0: from that era, one hundred percent.
1: Oh, a hundred percent.
0: Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent.
1: Um. So I mean, this is yeah. This is one game I'd really like to try, f- like four player. Oh, definitely. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah, that'd be that be hardcore commercial.
1: I mean, like, I don't know if you had friends that like, like a four like <laughs> that. I I don't like having again. Okay, this would the be like a high
0: schooler, to, a guy in college that got a four score. Yeah, but the, like the
1: <laughs> someone with a four player adapter and having like four controllers, that was that was that was like the ultimate. <laughs> you if must like be you, rich. Yeah, <laughs> you got <have> four <laughs> controllers and the four player adapter. Two TVs. You must be rich.
0: <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean that in 1990 to have that experience sounds like in, just incredible. I mean the Genesis didn't even have a four player adapter by then.
1: i had been on like a year.
0: Uh, about yeah, I'm a few months to a year.
1: Yeah, well I mean you're looking at the Nintendo had been out for four years, like five years by then. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like about four time players. you make a four player adapter. I know, right? Yeah. I guess I mean so with... Yeah, that would be the first system. I mean, it'd be like the first they were the first ones to make a four-player adapter then, right?
0: No. Um the PC Engine would have been the first one with the, with Bomber the man? with the PC Engine tap because remember the PC Engine only has one controller port.
1: So but there's the one they made it was just four.
0: The, uh they they had a five-player adapter
1: for Bomberman. Is that for, the one you're thinking For know? for for PC or just, Engine. Yeah. Oh, just it just wasn't for made for it was just we have a five port yeah just adapter f- f- uh-huh.
0: five ports yeah yep so well that's cool i'm i'm glad that you have that memory and, and you know that War, world cup kind of stands for you i didn't know about this game kind of growing up i didn't i wasn't exposed to it you know it's it's funny how we all have our own course in terms of um our history how there are certain games that completely passed us by and certain games that we hold dear that we that we played as kids so this is one that I totally missed. And you'd think it'd be one that I would have been exposed to. You were like the the, 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 the
1: sucking off soccer.
0: Soccer family. Yeah. I can can remember. So it's funny because the the time that this came, this game came out is when, you know, some of my biggest memories are of, of, you know, where we were in life. I mean, my family had just moved. We moved from uh, one town called Rocky Hill to a new town called Columbia. Uh, because my father was building his business and um, building our future house as well at the same time, so we were living in an apartment above my my uncle's um, liquor store, and my uncle would come up, uh, my grandfather would come through, and we would just watch the World Cup soccer games on. We had a a brown, it was a, like a sectional couch, but like each each seat was its own section. So they all could be split up. It was really strange. Oh really? Yeah, like every seat was its own seat, but you could. But just did it have arms? Did it have
1: arms on the side? Not, on each one? No. No. Oh, uh, so it was just like bloop. There were
0: specific <laughs> sections that only had that had arms. It was really strange, but I can remember. I, I just can remember sitting on the couch and just watching the the Italy games because that's obviously who we watched. And
1: you salute your Italian
0: flag. Right, right, right. And you bake your bread. Right. <laughs> right. So we lived right, yeah. in, we lived in this small apartment while all of that was happening. They were building the, the you know the the business and they were building the house and and so we moved in uh, the summer of 1989 because my brother would have finished his school year. Um, he would have been in third grade. So he finished his school year, and so they said, "Okay, well now is the good time to move." So that summer of 1989, uh, we moved to Columbia in this apartment. And that was the summer that uh, you got
1: your first real six string.
0: Yeah, that was the summer that we <laughs> summer of '89. <laughs> that was that's the first game I can remember playing on Nintendo that wasn't a game that we had from the old house. Wait, what game? Super Dodgeball. Oh, 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 really? Wow. So that was the first game that we bought. You know, post leaving our our old house was Super Dodgeball, and I can remember. We had set up the the, the Magnavox, the classic that we talk about, the Magnavox console TV. The
1: it had the wood grain on the sides. The,
0: wo- the wood grain <laughs> had the speaker on the right side with the panel. Oh yeah, and uh, had the VCR and the Nintendo on top of that. And I can remember one uh, one night when my parents were gone, <clears throat> and um, and we had a babysitter over at the time. And my brother and I are only eleven months apart, so. Um, I was in the living room playing Super Dodgeball, and uh, he was, you know, off with the babysitter, hanging out, playing maybe basketball or something like that. We had a little basketball hoop in our in our bedroom. We shared a bedroom, my brother and myself. Um, our older brother had his own room. <clears throat> it was a small apartment, so the fact that they had that many rooms actually was pretty pretty cool. Um, but uh, I just remember sitting and it and it was it was funny because there's a, a level in the NES version called Kenya where you where you play against the Kenyan team and there's like a sunset and I just remember playing the game at sunset it was probably 730 8 o'clock at night and I don't know if my parents were either on a date or if they were checking out the construction at at the bakery which was only just down the road but I sat there for 45 minutes an hour just mastering super dodgeball and it was one of those times where you were just by yourself there was no other distractions. When you have siblings, you know, it seems like you're always in it with, with other people. So it was a time for me to just kind of be by myself and just play a game. And I remember going through and actually clearing this game. So I would have been five. And I and I cleared Super Dodgeball just sitting there for, for an hour, forty you know, 45 minutes, an hour and a half. And one of the things when we played the other day, you kn- for some reason, you didn't get to play the dark team but there's a, a dark American team or a, or a negative American team.
1: Oh, yeah, because didn't you say you have to play yourself? You have to play yourselves, right, yeah. but they're,
0: like, black and white. And for some reason, I don't know if the set if the difficulty setting wasn't high enough. Maybe. But as soon as you beat the USSR, you play against your minus team or dark dark team or, you know, like Dark Link. You know, there would be, like, the, the, the...
1: They have maxed out stats or something.
0: It's same stats as you. It's not like it's any harder than playing a regular team but you have to to do that to clear the game and and uh so i just it it reminds me of being in the apartment in that environment where it was like there was so much going on we were waiting to to build my parents business and you know i I was sharing a room with my brother and and it was um definitely interesting times we used to go down i remember um that that fall um, there were so many alcoholics that were that would just sit in front of the liquor store waiting at eight o'clock for it to open know, before right? they went to work and still do it <laughs> yeah and just just kind of like waiting for the bus and just and just you know being around these interesting characters and and, and playing games like super dodgeball um i just remember it, it's funny how games bring you back and and i just remember that that evening when I played, I just, and I'm sure I played it at other times. I just remember this one evening where I was just me by myself and it was just so quiet. And, and I just kind of fell in love. I like, that was the day I fell in love with super dodgeball, you know, just, just, just by fanatic
1: for super dodgeball. huh?
0: It's, you know, it's, it's the kind of stuff that we talk about on this channel, which is just kind of going back and enjoying and remembering and, and pulling in those memories of what you were doing at the time. And, and um, so the so the world the World Cup happening around the same time and and um, you know all the different things that were happening in our lives it was a stressful time I didn't even realize the magnitude of what was happening at the time but um, amongst all of that the the craziness that was Super Dodgeball was a was a fun kind of deep cut I think the reason why we got it is because it was a cheaper game I think it sold for like half price. I don't think it sold for the normal like 49.99. I think it was like a 29.99 game.
1: So you got it right when it came out then basically, right? Pretty much. Yeah. You got it. What in what, what, did,
0: what did I say that when it came out? Well, six. you
1: said you were 5 and you beat it. So Yeah, 6
0: of 89. So I I yeah, so we played it it, it probably came out and we probably got it um in August, July or August, 1988. Or at least that's a copyright on that that's uh, on the copyright those. i think that's when it came out in japan uh-huh. um either way either way um yeah i mean I, I just it's it's a it's a game that you can play at any time it's it's good for me because as much as i loved it then as it, as it was accessible the, with the, the limited time that i have to play games this is one that you can play for 45 minutes and have a blast and then be done with it for a little while yeah you know um so it kind of serves its purpose i think technos did a really great job with the engine it's it's very unique to them they were able to carry it over into other games like world cup soccer and it's just another solid game it's it's what 10 bucks loose oh yeah dodgeball yeah you know so that's cheap it's a cheap game to get um i got my copy from uh, the gaming historian on youtube norman when he came to the uh, RWX show, oh, you bought it then? Yeah, I bought, oh. I bought it from him. He had, I he, had, I he had extra games that he was selling. Yeah, and I he, didn't know you bought. He, I didn't he, know you had dodgeball. Yeah, he gave me a great a great deal. I had it when I was a kid, and I for some reason I didn't have my copy. So he gave me a great deal on that one, and um, you know. So any other comments about that?
1: I Think I'm balled out.
0: Yeah. So thank you guys for <laughs> for hanging on with us. I know this probably was a marathon session, but. <laughs> Um, you know let us know if uh... if you've got memories of this game or of these games i should say um, what you were doing at the time what was special for you how old you were and um, uh... You know, any other comments that you have about this or or uh, the format of the show or any questions you might have or suggestions we'd love to hear that um, we are uh... on instagram as the turbo duo you can email us at the at gmail dot com and we're also on facebook Uh, the Turbo Duo. So um, we would love to hear from you guys and any suggestions that you have and and thoughts about uh, the the cast. We're happy to to take any feedback in future episodes. So with that, if there's nothing else,
1: we must bid adieu.
0: Be safe, be happy, be healthy, and as always, as always, as always, keep it Turbo. Cha-cha-cha. No, no,